All right, good morning. Sorry we're a minute uh, late here. Got a lot going on this morning. It is a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. I am the aforementioned Glenn Clark. Today's show is brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Your unique personality is also a very interesting one. Yes, Griffin. You're so we're talking about uh, the Mount St. Mary's overtime win yes, last night? Yes, big win. They get uh, another shot at Iona tonight. That's the one. That's what we're discussing. Hey, who won the C- I don't even know. Who won the CAA? Uh, Charleston did win. Did. Yes. Well, and, it was know, a very good game, close. Probably for the best. Um, they deserve to be in the tournament, and if they had lost, they probably would have been left out. So, you know, all, all, all good. I'd rather it be Towson, but uh, it's what it is. All right, we got a lot to do today. Drew's going to join us in a minute. Um, coming up in a bit, Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, will check in with us. Later on in the show, Will Brinson from CBS Sports. Also, back to NBC, Peter King will join us, as we all know what we're talking about today. And we're trying uh, to get some various opinions about what's unfolded in the last 24 hours. I have kind of gone in ad nauseum on Twitter, so... You probably have seen where I'm at with everything. I I think it's very interesting what the Ravens knew before they made the decision that they made. I think we're going to use the word collusion, and we can talk about it a lot. Um, I, I think it's a reasonable word to bring up. Is it provable? Of course it's not provable. Probably not provable. I mean, I don't know what could come out in Discovery if it ever got there, but it's probably not provable. It's reasonable, however. It's a reasonable assumption to make. How much that line is held. One of the things that I think people are dramatically overreacting to is the idea that every team is out. I have to be as explain this as much as I possibly can. If you come out in the last 24 hours and say, oh, we're interested, and you end up not getting Lamar Jackson... You've just handed yourself a loss you didn't need to take publicly. Publicly, everybody who covers your team and everyone who cares about your team, tweets about your team, is going to say the following thing. Well, they lost out on Lamar Jackson. Well, you might not have actually ever had a shot. It might be that the, the only contract that you possibly could have offered would have been one that the Ravens were going to match anyway. So you're taking a loss you don't need to take. And particularly given that Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent who's going to leak out to the media which teams are involved. So why in the world, if you're one of these teams, would you be going out of your way to sign yourself up to publicly take an L that you don't need to? Now, I get it. It shouldn't be this deep. And like, I, and I would love to live in a world where there's far more honesty and transparency. That would be wonderful. But come on, man. We've been doing this for far too long. I told a story yesterday. Um, once upon a time, I had been told the Ravens were interested in Malcolm Floyd. Uh, he was a free agent at one point. Um, and I was getting a source from the Ravens. And I two separate sources. But I happen to know they told Drew the same thing. source from the Ravens said... Dude, I don't know why you're going on about this. We're, we're not in on Malcolm Floyd. We're literally another league source that I had said, dude, the Chargers are about to put a contract on the table that they have to 
because they just saw the contract that the Ravens offered Malcolm Floyd. Now, I can't tell you exactly what's true in all of that, but I got two messages within the span of about 10 minutes. The Ravens, if they were going to lose out on Malcolm Floyd, didn't want anyone to think that they had lost out on somebody because you never want to make it seem like you lost out on your guy because then you're, you're going to be held to that. Whatever that player does, it's going to be measured against you. If you're not going to get the player, you'd rather no one think that you ever were interested in that player. It's way easier to say, no, we were never in on that guy. No, allow there to be debate about whether or not you should have been than it is to lose on a player. Losing on a player is unnecessary. You have to play 17 games. You're going to lose a certain number of them. Most of the teams that we're talking about lost a bunch of them. There is no reason why they would want to sign up for another loss. Which doesn't mean they might not also legitimately be in on Lamar Jackson. It's totally possible that some of these teams have legitimately decided that they are not going to swim in those waters for any number of reasons, be it collusion, be it, you know, they've just decided that as far as they're willing to go, they believe the Ravens are going to match and they don't really have a chance, so they need to be more practical in their quarterback answers, be it that they simply don't think it's worth it. It's totally possible. God only knows. God only knows what he's coming in here to do. Who knows? But it's possible. I was going to ask you what you think. Yeah, we're here. It's possible. Just, about, th- about, oh. about, about. Well, I'm taking Scheffler. Okay. All right. I mean, I, well, which, one do you want, which one is this one? This is the players the this players. weekend? I assume that's what you brought me in for. Yeah. That's where I give you. You, you know. That's where I, you know me. That's where I give you my. I get my hard-hitting analysis on, so the, let's, on the players. I, and I love Corey Connors yeah. as a dark horse. Definitely know who that is. That's definitely a person Give me I'm your picks. Of. Let's let's get right well, to you know, it. You know who I'm picking. <laughs> yeah, I do know who you're picking. It's time, man. Well, I hear you. What are we going to do when he passes, by the way? We better do it. You better he might the... be dead already for all. And, and, uh, he's I not. don't think he's so. not. You better You'll do have to right come thing. up with a new name. You, you, no, I'm saying you'll, you you'll say like you... Billy Casper, and I'll be like, no, he is dead. I don't even know who that is. Uh, um, I think I do know who that is. Uh, no, you better take an hour on the fan. We better do a memorial show. Oh, for Chi-Chi. For Chi-Chi at that point. The only guy who ever got robbed at gunpoint in Puerto Rico and That's thanked the robbers true. of the house for not right. taking his jewelry. That's a thing that happened. Um, I'm talking about uh, Drew and Will. That by the way, Florio is going to join us in like six minutes, so oh, we'll, cool. we'll talk to him then. Okay. Um, but he's I'm, doing business, huh? <laughs> I think he's doing all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, in, in fact, so much so he that used to beg to come correct. on our show That's in Baltimore. A fact. That's a fact. That's now, the hilarious now part. I'm pretty sure Griffin had to beg him. Right, right, right. In order to come, he on used to call morning. us and go, "You got, you guys got space for me on Thursday?" Yeah, there was a lot of that going <laughs> on. Um, what I'm saying now is that I, there is a bit of overreaction to the number of teams that are allegedly saying they're out on Lamar Jackson because no one wants you to know that they're in on someone in case they don't get someone, which doesn't mean that some of these teams might not be telling the truth. It might, you, it might. No one vary. wants to know that we're yes, in in the event we don't get them. Gotcha. Yeah, you're taking an unnecessary loss. Yeah, I, I'm not asking her out on a date because she might say no. Well, no, if it's, she does. It's, it's, I'm not telling my buddy that I'm asking her out right, on a date because right. I might get embarrassed by it. Right, right, right. I might still ask her. Right. And end up missing out, but I would rather my friends not be able to. Dunk it always on goes me. back to girls. It always does go it back. It always to goes girls. back. The girls are golf. But this is my my point being. Like right. if the Atlanta Falcons are 
for if they are in on Lamar Jackson, and they might very well not be in on Lamar Jackson. It's possible. But if they are in on Lamar Jackson, what they don't want is to not get Lamar Jackson and then have everyone who covers them, an entire fan base, say, well, you lost out on Watson last year, now you lost out on Lamar this year. Sure, sure, sure. It, it, you're, you're yeah, judged. I mean, we go through that here all the time in Baltimore. Correct. Every time a wide receiver doesn't sign here, yes. we get the, the organization gets annihilated because the, the they allowed that guy to get away. And most of those are guys that we don't even know if they ever had any interest in. They would Correct. prefer right. you not think that they were trying to get someone. Right. So well, that, I don't put any – I mean – Look, I get it that it's a business of sources and that there are always reasons why agents or, um, in some cases, teams, but for the most part, it's always the agent or the player or, or whatever. I get why there, why there are leaks. I understand that. But unless I hear a team flat out say, we're not interested in Lamar, I, I, I don't know. I I, I I take that stuff with a grain of salt. Yeah, and even if they honestly, s- even if they said that, all they do is lie all the time. At this Co- point. Correct. Like, I'm I mean, not- I'm, if if I don't hear the Atlanta GM on some radio show tonight say, "Yeah, we're just not interested in Lamar. We don't want to pay the money. We don't want to give up the picks. St- we we're I'm happy st- with." I'm still going to shake my. I know, but it, there's it, no penalty for it. But at there's least no penalty if I, for lying. Understood. But at least if I hear that, yeah, I mean, I, I have get it. I have him on the rack now. I can say, okay, well, the Falcons said they're not interested. Oh, I, I'm going to take that. that. I understand. I'm going to take saying. that way more seriously. Than I am someone saying, source tells me the Falcons aren't interested. Eh, you could just but, be making but that up. But Steve Bishotti said the Ravens weren't drafting a quarterback in 2018. Right. Like, I, I just, none of it means anything yeah, sure. anymore. It's all theater, and it's all what they want you to believe because they're trying to do business. Totally get it. It's, they're, even if they, at my point being, even if the GM said it, I would still dismiss it and say, I have no idea if it's true or not. Um, it, because in two weeks I could hear a report that you are interested or we could see that you're talking to somebody, you're bringing them in for... And what is the recourse? What is the penalty? What happens to you when we find out you are lying? Nothing. Yeah, right. Nothing at all. Right. Nothing happens. There is no reason to tell the truth. There's no benefit for these teams to tell the truth. Well, I mean, if you're the Falcons, as an example, you, you would like other teams to think you're not interested. Right, because you would prefer that there's less interest and the price is driven right. down listen, in general. Listen, Lamar, do me a favor. Right. I, I don't need you running around telling people we're talking to you. Come on in for a steak. We'll, we'll take you out. We'll figure it out if we can do this or not. We're not going to draw this out. We're, we're not, not that they would. We're not doing this for 25 months like you just did with the Ravens. We're going to do this in 25 hours. Correct. You either are in or you're out, and you're not going to take our offer and fly out to Houston or fly to Las Vegas. Vegas, like you, you want to play in Atlanta? Let's get it done. That right. would be the way you would do it if you were a team interested in him. Correct. You would bring him in, lock him in, and say, and you would say, by the way, and we have to do it this way because if you're not going to be our guy, then we need to figure out who our guy is going to be. Right, and we're not. And we we got to move on. And what you said too, you know, we're not going to be embarrassed by right. you taking our whatever two hundred and forty-five million dollar offer, two hundred eighty million dollar, whatever it is. We're not going to be embarrassed by you taking our offer and going out to three other teams. We're just not. Like, you either want to play for the Falcons. Uh, you know, we got a great history here in Atlanta. I don't know if you've been following us. Right. Um, we're, we're not going to let you go pedal yourself to another team up at the 290, then come back to us and go, boy, I love Atlanta so much. I'll do it for 300 mil. Like, we're not doing that. Yep. That, was, that would be what I would say if I were a team he called. Uh, I assume that's what's going on. He he must be calling around. I, it, how weird would that be, by the way, today to be in your office, be the, <laughs> be the general manager of the Houston Texans, and your secretary goes, someone named Lamar Jackson's yes, on, on the, the phone. phone. And Lamar right. goes, 
hey, man, you want me? Right. Like, right. I mean, how weird would that <laughs> it be? It would be right? very strange. It would so, be very strange. I don't know. Which, again, I, I don't know anything. I can't tell you. Here's what I can tell you with certainty. The only thing that I could say I can report Texas is have that, the best helmets? Yeah, you know what? I, Te- I, of all the things that you and I fight about, we don't really fight about this. Texans they have the best amazing helmets. Go ahead and report no, that. Glenn Clark no reporting. Put that out on Twitter. Glenn yes, Clark is reporting. Breaking. Breaking. <laughs> uh, no, I can tell you with def- definitively that as of two weeks ago, I had been told the Falcons were obsessed with Lamar Jackson. I can tell you secondhand, not directly from a source, but secondhand that they were making regular calls to Baltimore about Lamar Jackson and how this was all going to go. Now, that doesn't mean that something didn't change. My my sor- Weirdly, after yesterday they denied, my source that I reached out to didn't get back to me yesterday. So I can't follow up Thanks with a lot. anything. Yeah, of all the times. Really Thanks a lot, it. Coleman. Yeah, I, Believe it or not, not the one that I was using in this instance. <laughs> believe it or not, I went a different yeah, way. He did work in Atlanta for a while. I, I mean, that that's true. why I put I it together. that is true. It was Mark Zeno, actually. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, well, Mark, uh, Mark still works. Well, I don't know if he I, still works there or not. I think he does. Doesn't I he? think that's the case. Uh, hey, gambling can be fun, but you should set a limit and stay within it. Remember that if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or visit helpmygamblingproblem.org. It's like a reunion of sorts. And, and I bet you 5-1 to one, you don't call. <laughs> it's not a good. That's really bad. <laughs> it's like a reunion of sorts this morning. <laughs> we used to chat with this guy all the time on our old show. Uh, we could use a lawyer's perspective given the events of the last 24 hours. Joining us now, Pro Football Talk, NBC Sports. The author of the new book, Father of Mine, he'll tell us about that in a second. He is our friend, Mr. Mike Florio, and he's back with us. Mike, it's Glenn, and Drew Forrester is in with me this morning. It is great to catch up. Thank you for taking the time for us. Guys, great to be with you. How's everything in Baltimore? <laughs> well, I know how everything yeah. is in Baltimore. It's go- hey, have you seen the Orioles pitching rotation, Mike? It's going great, man. We're excited. <laughs> the word is it's on fire, Mike. That's how everything is going in Baltimore. Can um, I can I ask a stupid question? Sure, sure. And I don't mean this. I don't mean to sound like an ass when I say this. When's the last time the Orioles were good? Um, they were really good in fourteen when they lost yeah. to the Royals in the in the ALCS. Okay. They were yeah. really good that right. year. If, if Manny Machado, that's they not just, that long ago. they yeah. got the they got the wrong end of the Royals pitching draw in that series, and they had no Machado and they had no Chris and Davis. They and, yeah. they lost the first two at home, and it kind of fizzled from there. They were really good that year. This is what we brought Mike okay. on by the way, for <laughs> this morning. And we're break- coming back too, yeah. Florio. You watch and see. A breakdown of twenty fourteen. Um, Mike, broadly, what do you make of the last 24 hours? What what do you think we have actually learned versus what do you think is just noise at this point? Well, I, I think that a year ago we would have been in a position where the Ravens were applying the exclusive franchise tag to Lamar Jackson today. And over the course of the past year, circumstances changed enough that made the Ravens comfortable with the idea of of going non-exclusive and taking their chances on someone else signing him to an offer sheet that they either couldn't or wouldn't match. I think they'll be inclined to match most offer sheets unless someone does a five-year fully guaranteed contract for Lamar Jackson. And I think the Ravens are confident it won't happen because of the Deshaun Watson deal, because of the reaction to the Deshaun Watson deal, because of the collusion that is inherent to this process. These quarterly meetings that the NFL does, it's the equivalent of bringing together the CEO of McDonald's, Burger King, Arby's, Subway, Taco Bell, Long John Silver's, and every other fast food restaurant, and they come up with common business strategies that are completely and totally illegal as antitrust violations, but that's what happens, and it's never provable because it's all verbal, and no one's ever going to admit to it. No one's going to admit they ordered the code red, 
And this is how we got to the point where no one wants to do a fully guaranteed contract because of the blowback that the Browns got last year. So that's where we are. Non-exclusive tags. Lamar's going to have the ability to go out and negotiate with other teams. And I don't think it's a coincidence that teams are slamming the door before he even approaches the front porch because they don't want to get to the point where they say, oh, Lamar wants five years fully guaranteed. Sorry, we're not doing that. But but do you believe all of Mike? I only say this because in in the reporting that I've done over the years, I know damn well that for ex- for example, if the Ravens might not get a player, they don't want the public to think they were ever in on that player because they don't want to take an unnecessarily an un- an unnecessary loss in the off season. Do you believe that every team that told a reporter yesterday they they wouldn't be in on Lamar Jackson? Definitely, there's no chance that team actually would be. Well, the broader question is. Are these teams comfortable lying to a reporter who's going to take the blowback if the Falcons get in, if the Panthers get in, if the Dolphins get in? And that's a broader relationship issue that from time to time teams will just say, oh, well, the reporter will get over it. But I can't recall this kind of of common, persistent reaction because what we usually see in the NFL, and we played the sound today on PFT Live from both Panthers coach Frank Reich last week at the Combine and Falcons GM Terry Fontenot, two of the teams that are reportedly out, before they even got to the point where they could make a phone call to Lamar Jackson. And both Reich and Fontenot said last week, we're going to consider all options. We're going to look at everything. Reich said it would be malpractice to not do so. So how do you get to the point where you're out on Lamar Jackson before you can even talk to him, but you know you have the ability to talk to him? Why would you not talk to him? You brought in Derek Carr. Why would you not bring in Lamar Jackson? Why would you not go to South Florida to sit down with Lamar Jackson? Why would you not find out what he really wants? Why are we relying upon supposition and reporting and rumor and innuendo? It was just 12 days ago, Stephen A. Smith claimed he spoke to someone from Lamar's camp who said he's never asked for a fully guaranteed contract. Wouldn't you want to ask Lamar, point blank, is this true? I just feel like these teams do not want to get close to the fire, so close to the fire that that it's easier to prove that they're colluding when it comes to the issue of fully guaranteed contracts. That, that's what these circumstances suggest to me. I, I would think that's, a, that's probably the focal point, right? Like, if you're an owner, um, and again, you know how this works, Mike, you, nothing's ever in text, nothing's by email. You, and your, you say to your GM, hey, let's go in the cafeteria real quick and have a bite to eat, and when, when, when the offensive line coach comes over to join you, you're like, uh, we're good today. Uh, we're, uh, we're, Florio and I are nice, talking. Nice private conversation. And, um, and you say to him, hey, look, I, what I can't have is it come out that Lamar wanted, you know, I'm making these numbers up, five years, $300 million, and it had to be guaranteed, and we don't want to touch that. I can't have that happen. I, I think there's a very valid point to that, that, that amongst teams individually, but as a group, that the owners are saying to their to their own people, just don't even get involved in it because they're it, like you said, you're too close to the fire. We're, don't don't even get remotely near it. We don't we can't now. If he comes around and says five years, three hundred million, and two hundred million of it guaranteed, now we now we might want to play. But other than that, we have no interest in playing. I, I think there's some validity and, to that for sure. A- absolutely, and you can think about it. When has there been a former MVP, franchise quarterback, who's available to be? spoken to in any setting it never happens with unrestricted free agency it rarely happens with franchise tag non-exclusive level where you can talk to the guy why would you not at least talk to the guy it is ludicrous to me and it points to this idea that last year 
in the aftermath of the Deshaun Watson deal, it was so clear that the Browns became vilified and they got the cold shoulder and everyone was upset. Steve Bishotti came out and said, this is going to make it harder to do business. What more do you need to prove that there is collusive activity among these teams that have the ability under the CBA to give out fully guaranteed contracts? I, I just think it stinks. And I also think there's no way to prove it. They're smart enough to know how to prove it when, or to know how to avoid having any proof to that kind of uh, activity. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, NBC Sports, with us here on GCR. Mike, to that point, and part of the reason I really wanted to talk to you today, because you're a lawyer, is what if the NFLPA and Lamar Jackson wanted to explore this? We saw this with Colin Kaepernick a couple years ago. Again, almost certainly was never going to be able to be proven, but the NFL knew how damaging the process was going to be and chose to settle you know, for a, at least a small number at that point. Like, what if this was a fight that, that Lamar Jackson or the NFLPA wanted to take on to attempt to at, at least force a settlement in this process? And, you know, would it be possible if Lamar Jackson was trying to continue playing? Well, the prevailing thought is Kaepernick settled between somewhere like 5 and $10 million, which when you divide it by 32 teams really isn't that much money. But one thing to remember, the union's already filed a grievance as it relates to collusion for certain quarterbacks not getting fully guaranteed contracts. And part of the argument is Russell Wilson should have gotten one, Kyler Murray should have gotten one, and it comes down to how aggressively their agents even pushed for one. But that is already out there, which is all the more reason for teams to be careful. They already know that the NFLPA is watching. They already know that this grievance has happened, and there could be another one now just based upon the idea that there's collusion not in the refusal to give him a five-year fully guaranteed contract, but collusion in the refusal to even talk to him. That, that, that's what's so stunning about this. Why would you not even try to talk to him? Why would you not pick up the phone and call him? Why would you not take advantage of the opportunity to do your due diligence? They do so much of that with players who are in the draft class, players who are going to become free agents, players who are available to be signed right now, players who could be traded for. You always are looking and looking and looking for ways to make your team better. And here's Laura Jackson, and you're not even going to have the conversation. You're not even going to pick up the phone and dial the number. That's what's so weird to me. And, guys, another point related to this, in a way, this gets back to the core problem. And, you know, people think whenever I say this that I'm being bought and paid for by the agents. They're not nearly paying me enough if that's the case. Uh He needs an agent. No doubt. He needs an agent. No doubt. Now more than ever, because this is when you can activate that agent to approach the Panthers, approach the Falcons, approach the Dolphins. And and actually, what you also can do, if you get one of the agents that's really connected with media people, and it wouldn't be the first time this has happened, where, you know, the not necessarily true uh, leak is made to Adam Schefter or whoever that multiple teams are seriously considering Lamar Jackson. You know, all the stuff that when we see it, we kind of roll our eyes, that stuff would be out there now, too. And all it takes is enough to get one team to be willing to pursue Lamar Jackson. A good agent would be making all those things work in Lamar Jackson's favor right now. I guess the one thing from the Ravens' standpoint, um, and maybe from Lamar's too, so now I'm going to focus just on this scenario here, because I I do believe in their heart that the Ravens want him. I mean, I... There is no question that they want him to be their quarterback. They what they don't want to do is overpay him, and that that now we can sit here and argue all day about that. But that's what they don't they don't want to overpay him, and he wants to be paid slash overpaid, and I get that too. One thing that I would wonder is is there any chance at all, Mike, that this is not repairable? 
Is there any chance yeah. that this has been done in such a clumsy way by both of them? I, I, I think it's very fair to say the Ravens have been clumsy about it, and so has Lamar. And is there any thought that this is just a marriage that can't be resolved? Absolutely. And I look at it this way. You could make the argument that if they truly wanted to keep this guy long-term, they would have used the exclusive franchise tag and put $45 million on the table for 2023 in the event they can't work out a long-term deal. And then for 24, it would be $54 million. $99 million over two years is not a bad, not, not a bad a couple of paydays for Lamar Jackson. And, and I think it's the kind of gesture that would avoid him coming to the conclusion that he just wants out. Because I look at it this way. If no one signs him to do an offer sheet, and if he and the Ravens fail to do a long-term deal by July 15, that's the deadline for doing a multi-year deal with a franchise tag player. He can go to the Ravens after July 15 and say, hey, I want 45. I'm not playing for 32-4. I want 45. He can do that. They can pay him more than 32-4. They just can't do a multi-year deal. And I'm not showing up for anything less than 45. And if they say, sorry, it's 32-4, I think there's a chance he doesn't play at all this year. I'm not saying he won't. I'm not predicting it. But it wouldn't surprise me if the dominoes fall in a way that we get to July 16. He has no long-term deal. He's under the non-exclusive tender of $32.4 million, And he just says, guys, unless you pay me 45, I'm not playing this year. And then the Jacoby Brissett era begins in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> exciting times. Uh, Mike, is there a team that you think is a wild card still in all of this? You know, the only team that we, we sort of got any uh, report of interest was the Raiders, and we believe them to be cash poor. Um, is there somebody that you still think, even among the teams that have said no, could still prove to be a wild card? This dawned on me a few weeks ago. We sat with Ron Rivera yeah. at the Super Bowl, and he, he said in no uncertain terms, Sam Howell is QB1. Now, he's since amended that to say it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be the week one starter, but they made it clear a year after they called every single team to inquire into the availability of their starting quarterback, the starting quarterback of the Ravens is available. And uh, I, I think that there's a chance, and once they hired Eric Bieniemy to be the offensive coordinator, I think there's a chance that Daniel Snyder, on his way out the door, if he's truly selling the team, and who the hell knows if he is, yeah. what better way than to bring a player – that will make the fans say, wow, thanks, Dan. I mean, legitimately, they'll be happy with him as he's leaving. The, the next owner is the one that's got to pay the bill for this fully guaranteed five-year contract, and he gives the middle finger to 345 Park Avenue and the other owners who don't want fully guaranteed contracts. I think it makes too much sense to not happen. Um, so we'll see if Snyder does it. Uh, and, and again, he's got time, and unless and until someone else signs him to an offer sheet, the window's going to be open for Snyder to do it. Maybe we see how things go at the league meetings coming up later this month. And if he's unhappy with the aftermath of it, this is a way to act out a little bit and also to curry some favor with his fan base as he closes in on selling the team. If again, he's going to be selling the team. Yeah. I understand every element of it. It makes all the sense in the world. All right. Father of mine, tell me about it. Well, this is a product of the pandemic when I really didn't have much to do. So I was sitting around and I decided that, you know, I write so much every day that has like a one day shelf life is that long. I decided to write something a little longer form. And it's based in the town I grew up in, small town in northern West Virginia, where there was a pretty strong mob presence in the 70s. And I know that because my dad was a bookie working for the mob there. Hmm. So I have some unique insight. No Omerto was fractured in the writing of the book. So hopefully I won't get waxed for this one. But, you know, I had a dream one night. It's funny where your ideas come from. I had a weird dream, and I thought about it for a day, and I started writing, and, uh, you know, yada, yada, yada. 
I got a book that's available four ninety nine for pre order. Anywhere you get your ebooks, it comes out April twenty five. And uh, I hope people read it. I hope people enjoy it. I specifically set the price point low to get people to check it out. Uh, and again, it's pinned on his Twitter as well at Pro Football Talk. It's the first tweet that you'll see there is a link for you to be able to go get Father. What, what size concrete shoes do you wear? <laughs> just, yeah, just in case. Uh, I don't know. I'd rather be shot. I'd rather be shot. Uh, I don't want to do the concrete shoes. I'd rather it happen quickly. Have you ever uttered the sentence "the gravy's good tonight"? Has that ever been been said in your life? No, because... no. But but I have said. Bring me the gabagool. Yeah. Hey, hey, Mike, I just got to ask you this. And, and you've probably been asked this a million times, but we haven't talked in so long. Did you ever in your wildest dreams, when you first hit the, hit the submit button on uh, um, Pro Football Talk and you were calling around to stations like ours 15 years ago trying to get on the radio to talk about this fledgling website, did you ever imagine this, ever? I'll I tell you, I always had an idea that if I could find a way to grow traffic, it would lead somewhere. I just had no idea where, and at least it didn't lead me to cement shoes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's still time for that. Well, it's really been a lot, wild. A lot but... of common threads between the mob and the NFL. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> no wonder you're so well connected. Yeah, right? now, Mike, it's been awesome though, to see you, man. I mean, even on the Sunday nights when I watch it, I'm like, Man, I remember those old days when he would call in and we would just talk football and you would say, please go to my website. So it's been awesome to watch you grow, man. It's cool. Well, I appreciate it. And thanks to everyone who's come to the website. And thanks to everybody who orders. Father of mine, it's only four ninety nine. What can you buy for four ninety nine? I submit to you, not much. Le- other right, than yeah. that book. Legitimately not even a cup of coffee. No Mike, doubt. appreciate you, brother. We'll yeah. talk soon. Thanks, guys. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, with us here on GCR. Sounds to me like he thinks there's collusion. No, That's I, I don't. I didn't really get that, that sense. Like, like, any, you, like any good lawyer, where did, where did that come? From? Like any good lawyer, he believes there's collusion. We can talk about <laughs> that a little bit on the other side. We will talk more. I guess the real question that I have when we talk on the other side, all of this being said, in some way, do you think the last 24 hours make it more likely that Lamar Jackson ends up being a Baltimore Raven when all is said and done? That's to me the other kind of part of this. That I'm trying to figure out. So we'll cover all those things. Drew Forrester is here. Pressboxonline.com slash offers has all of the best sign-up offers and bonuses for sports betting, including five second-chance bets up to $50 each from PointBet, along with other great incentives and promos. Go to Pressboxonline.com slash offers right now. It's Glenn Clark Radio. The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. Entry-level officers start at over $60,000 and over $64,000 for lateral officers with $10,000 signing bonuses available. Plus, cadets start at over $32,000. Great benefits are available like medical, dental, and vision insurance, tuition reimbursement, 15 sick days per calendar year with no limit, career advancement to more than 20 specialized units, and more with further incentives for military service members and veterans. A passion for service, a career for life, with the Baltimore County Police Department. Find out more at joinbaltimorecountypd.com or call 410-887-5542. Must be a United States citizen, have a valid driver's license, and a high school diploma or GED equivalent. 
The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Luke Jackson profiles Orioles phenom Gunnar Henderson, breaking down how he was able to become the top prospect in baseball at such a young age, and what could be next in his first full MLB season. Also inside, we meet lacrosse players from the men's and women's college programs across the state, and Bo Smoka breaks down another year wide receiver issues for the Ravens. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Have you experienced hardship due to COVID-19 and want to start a new career path? Look no further than CCBC. Starting in March, CCBC offers short-term career training programs like real estate sales. And the best part, funding is available for those who qualify. Real estate sales is a lucrative career that can provide a stable income and flexibility. With CCBC's real estate sales program, you'll learn everything you need to know to get started in this exciting field. Call us at 443-840. 2222 or ccbcmd.edu to learn more. CCBC Real Estate Sales. Your new career starts now with funding available. 443-840-2222 or ccbcmd.edu. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Stan the Fan here, welcoming back one of my favorite sponsors, the Costas Inn. And everybody around Baltimore knows the Costas Inn is a great place to go and grab crabs, steaks, salads, soups, whatever's on your mind to eat in person. But did you know that the Costas Inn has upped their game? They are now one of the premier takeout places in Baltimore. Give them a call now to order your food, 410-477-1975. That's the Costas Inn, over 4100 North Point Boulevard. Make the most out of every day in your Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Check out PressBoxOnline.com every day to find daily winners and betting advice from Jeremy Kahn. And if you want some advice about life decisions that you probably shouldn't make, here's Glenn Clark. All right, back in here on GCR. Drew Forrester is here. It is a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of the program. Scenarios are up. At Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio. We will get into that in a bit. Will Brinson from CBS wrote about Lamar Jackson's situation. He'll join us at the top of the 11 a.m. hour. Obviously, that's what we're discussing today. Drew, I, I posed to you two questions. One, I know you had talked about this on Twitter last night. You, I think, eternally, as long as I've known you, have. You know, all... he's from West Palm Beach, by the way, Jacoby Brissett. You're so. You're gonna do this. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna just do a Jacoby Brissett. I had Brissette no idea. Thing. There you go. You I, got that. I coming. thought he was from a California. How about that? Um, you always get very hinky whenever you hear the word collusion. You're never comfortable talking about it. I've I've known this about you forever. Take me through your feelings just about the word in general, collusion. Well, I mean, I think from a from a professional sports standpoint, it it's the worst thing you can do from an organizational aspect 
in the same way that a player conspiring to change the outcome of the game or to alter the outcome of the game or to predetermine the outcome of the game is the worst thing a player can do. And, and I think when you talk about collusion from an ownership standpoint, they're trying to predetermine the outcome, right? That's what they're doing. I, I, I've said this before. I assume that my seven years is over with. I was one million percent involved in a league in the early 1990s that was involved in collusion. There is no question about it. Okay. I saw it. I was there. I was in the room. I've been there. So I, I I'm, and I'm not saying this to get a medal or a merit badge, I, I know exactly what it looks like because I have been there and I have seen the door closed and I have seen everybody's briefcase opened and I have seen people say, this is what we're going to do. I have seen the board. I've seen the names of the players on the board that said, Drew, you're trading this guy to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. In Kansas City, you're trading this guy to Baltimore. I didn't want to trade that guy. It, he got traded for me. Right. I, I've seen it. It was WWE. I mean, it was WWE in, in, in regards to the thing being right. orchestrated. The games, were, the still games were not. I mean, yeah, right. right. I mean, he, right. I got a good player out of it, and he right. came along and was okay. Right. But I've seen it, so I know from an organizational standpoint what it looks like. Um, and and in the same way, I, I think we've all seen funny, interesting things happen on the field, on the court, in the in the wherever. And you've looked at yourselves, you looked around the room, and you went, "That looked kind of weird." Like why'd that player do that? Like we've all seen that, right? Or at, at least seen not, it, seen not it enough. Not I. yeah, right. Seen it enough to go. Well, that looked kind of odd. So I get nervous when I see any of that stuff that doesn't have tangible evidence attached to it. And I think in this case there isn't any tangible evidence. There is a lot of putting one and one together. There is a lot of guesswork. There is a lot of, isn't this odd? There is a lot of, well, that doesn't look very good. There is a lot of, where there's smoke, there's fire. There's a lot of all of that stuff. And in some cases, you you might even say to these owners, this is where you use the offered play. You're, you don't have to admit that you guys are colluding, but you probably should admit that it at least looks like you are. Mm-hmm. But even th- th- that said, if you're, and I'm not saying you, I'm saying if you're a person who's marching around yelling about collusion and yelling about these owners colluding formally, legally or illegally, it should be, colluding, you better have evidence for that. Um, Real evidence. You you can say whatever you want. Right. And you, you, you're you welcome to say, I think they're colluding, but but that doesn't mean anything. Well, okay. And to I, me. That's fine. And to I, me. And I really don't have a problem yeah, with the way that you just me. said that. Because for what it's worth, I, I don't think this is new. I think I, we I think all know they, exactly what's happening I, here. I think they collude on a lot of things. 100%. I, I, I think that they collude constantly. 100%. Because there, it's there better an, for everybody. They, they, they collude on things like this. Ready? It just doesn't impact us. Mm-hmm. But they collude on things like this. And I'll make these names up. Uh, by no means do I know if this is true. Right. Baltimore, St. Louis, or uh, St. Louis and the Goodman—they're not in the league right. anymore. Yes. Ba- ba- Baltimore, Detroit, Minnesota. I know you guys could have lucrative deals with um, bet points, right? But we—but you're not going to do that, deal. right? What do you mean we're not going to do that yeah. deal? You're not going to do that deal. What you're going to do though is go back to bet points and tell them it's it's. Seven hundred and fifty grand for for the deal, mm-hmm. and then what we're going to do is we're going to go back to MGM and say, "Well, these three teams need seven fifty, so you're going to have to give them that." Yep. Like there, these things happen all the time, all the time, and whether or not they trickle down that that one specifically, 
doesn't impact us. But it could impact the Ravens when the league says. Because yes. Dallas went through this. If you remember 15 or 20 years ago, um, and, and I don't remember the, the client, but I think it was a soft drink. Dallas went through this. The league had to deal with uh, Coke. Dallas, the Cowboys, made a deal with Pepsi, and the league said you can't do that. And the Cowboys said, of course we can do it. And the league said, no, you can't. Right. And all the owners froze him out, and all of a sudden, Jerry started serving Coke. Yep. Right? And so some of these things we that impact the fans, some of them – some of them sort of kind of don't, but there are con- there are constantly tactics at the league level, and I think Mike made an interesting point about something. in In today's world, fast forward to twenty twenty three, how many meetings? Air quotes. How many meetings are there now in person? Conferences in person now versus how many were there in two thousand and fifteen? So just think about that for a minute, right? Without being accusatory, think about that. Mm-hmm. In 2015, they got together once a year. Well, I'm talking about in I'm talking about globally. Okay. I'm talking about in any in any in in any industry, how many companies and organizations well, and groups met in person in 2015? Yes. Yeah, uh, all of them. Extraordinary. Right. Yes, correct. How many do it now? Yes, it doesn't happen nearly as much because of the. Yes, I understand that. Uh, well, not only. I mean, it, it, no, it's some li- of it's COVID, and some of it is. But it's, it's no, it's just how they've adjusted the life post. Correct. COVID. Some of right. it is. We finally figured it's just yes. like renting buildings. Correct. We finally figured out we don't need all this space. Right. We don't need forty five hundred square feet. We can do this with twenty five hundred square feet. We can save two grand a month, and we can let the employees go work at home. Yep. So we figured that out. Yet the owners now get together more. Yes. Than they ever did before, far more frequently. Correct. So now their argument might be, and I and I and, and I'm going to be them for a minute as I try to deflect the uh, accusations. Their argument might be, I have a private plane. Why don't I just use it? I don't have to go to the airport and wait around. I just get on my plane. I'll be in West Palm in three hours, and I can be home for dinner. Right. Yes. So that would be their argument. They they navigate their way around all of this. But the point is, they get together an awful lot for a group of people who have very distinctly different lives. It's a very fair point. Right. They're not all in the widget business. Correct. Correct. Where every January and July, the widget people get together, Mm -hmm. and you know that. They're not in that business. They all have different things. They all live in different parts of the country. They all have different interests. And yet, oddly enough... Every four months or so, they, they all jet into the same location yeah. for a couple days. And why? Why do they need to do that? Why? Why would they care to? They, you know, they could, for example, all hop on a Zoom. Correct. They, they could, but you can't do that. But they wouldn't do that. Why right. would they not do that? Right. So, because so that so so when so now what I'm doing is the same thing everybody else does. But I'm 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 going to end it by saying that's not evidence. But what they what they are doing is letting you in a little bit on the whole concept of how do you make this happen if, for example, you wanted Lamar to not get what Lamar should get. You would get together. You would close the doors. Everybody would get frisk, like the the basketball player from Alabama, Mm -hmm. and we would then say, we would then say, hey, here, here are a couple topics for this meeting. One of them is Lamar. I can't imagine any of you want to give Lamar $250 million of guaranteed right, money. Right, right? Right. We wouldn't. Right. We're not going to do that, right? are we? Yeah. Guys, right? Right. We wouldn't do that to Steve, would we? Mm-hmm. Well, and, 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 or, and, or, and by the way, this was brought up to me by, I think, one of your your buddies, Brian Jackson. 
it doesn't even have to be that the name Lamar specifically came up. Oh, it not could at all. Very easily be after this happened a year ago. Sure, sure, sure. That's when the meeting oh, occurred. Oh, 100%. And everybody looked around Jimmy, the room what are you and said, doing? And said well, none of us are going to do what he did. Well, Cor- there's correct? no, I mean, I would say without, again, without the evidence, and right. this, is why, this is why this is all dangerous, but there's very little doubt someone somewhere during the season when Jimmy Haslam traveled with the team and went, I'll make it up, went to Buffalo for a game, right. there's very little doubt in the lounge while somebody was getting uh, their glass of Chardonnay that one of the owners or somebody didn't say to Jimmy Haslam, what on earth were you thinking about? There's no question that Well, happened. I know that part happened. I mean, I'm we know that, was right? that, You know, the idea that there would be a follow-up. But the, the, so anyway, I, 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 but I do think you, in the same way that you have to be very careful when a guy misses four three-pointers in a row at the end of the game and you and you want to use the, the C word, not that one, the cheating word, the you got to be very careful when you say collusion because you don't have any evidence to support it. There are some C words I might say when a guy yeah, misses right, right, four right. three-pointers. Right, right, right. When, when, right. When, when three Maryland players had the chance to grab one rebound at the end of the game, no doubt. there there were a couple of C no words doubt. that came out so of my mouth. That's, that all I, that's all I do. I, I defend it because I have seen it, and I have been there, and – I so, know what it really looks like. So <laughs> I, again, being careful in the way that I say it, of course I could never prove any of this, and I would never say that I know beyond of a shadow of a doubt that something is happening. But to assume otherwise, to assume there's no way it could be happening, to well, me that's, would be that's naive. It would be extraordinary. That's would be, naive. Would be unbelievable. Particularly when you remember that this money has, and this is where, and. I say this, we're all fans, so when I say it, I'll, I'm chastising you and I too, but like, this is where fans go from knowing what they're talking about to having no idea what they're talking about. You've you got to put all this money away, too. Remember that, right? So you can't just say, I'm going to give you $250 million, and you just trust me there, right. Glenn. It's going to come right to you, buddy. Correct. Don't you worry. And so you're talking about a, an extraordinary amount of money that has to be leveraged in some way by you and or your business and you've got to be able to put that money away somewhere. Now you got to go to a bank, and the bank really puts it away. You don't put it away, but the bank puts it away. You leverage yourself with the bank, and the bank says, no problem, we'll cover you, and we'll put the money in there, and it'll mm-hmm. it'll just appear. It'll look like the money's in there. The money isn't really in there, but the money is in there. You owe it. We're we're gonna we're gonna tell we're gonna tell your people there's two hundred and fifty million dollars yep. in Bank of America. There isn't really 250 million but you're on the hook for it correct so correct and you know and so i think people forget that i well as much as i i hear you saying that one the owners decided upon that rule for whatever reason it's archaic and it's it's something that they did to themselves well but the players would want it too i mean if you're the agent of the player yes they don't you don't want there to be a world where an owner could somehow some later in the day in the process say well i'm i'm broke now sorry you're out sure but the nfl would never allow for that to happen anyway right like there's that's it's like baseball dealing with these tv contracts right like the teams are all going to get their money when with but ballot sports going under we're just we're just going to pay for it correct the fans are just going to pay correct because they're going to start charging us 30 dollars exactly the way this is going to go you understand if you think we're not paying for it you're insane it's going to be taken care of by the way and when they sign lamar by the way next week the ticket prices are going up well the ticket invoice is already (laughs) up by the way that is i have been fascinated by how many people and i don't know you know like i am sure that there'll be plenty of people that no matter how this plays out are going to end up saying fine whatever here's my money but the number of people that are talking about how they haven't sent their invoice form back in yet for their season tickets because they want this answer first is wild to me it is all over social media 
how many people are talking about i've been sitting with this invoice form i guess it's due on march 15th so it's due a week from the day when the new league year begins it is wild to me the timing of that in all of this i it's much like the the bluster after the London thing. I think there's a lot of people that say things versus a lot of people that actually do things. I think that there's a very small group of people that actually follows up on something like this. But it is interesting timing. And I could absolutely see a human being sitting there saying, dude, I would kind of like to know, for example, if I'm giving you money to watch Lamar Jackson play football or if I'm giving you money to watch Jacoby Brissett play football next season. Because truth be told, I'm not really interested in the latter. I'd kind of pass on that scenario if this is how this is going to go. So it's an interesting timing for all of that. I, I would agree. I mean, I th- I do. I think that I, I I don't remember. I mean, I remember people didn't go, but I don't remember the numbers of how many people didn't go. I think I remember a Bears a Bears home game that was bare. I think you know there were twenty thousand, fifteen thousand people that that didn't go or something like that. I don't remember. I remember people didn't go after not after the London thing. One hundred percent. I remember. I remember sitting in the stadium, and I won't say who it was, but I remember sitting in the stadium. I took a group of 28 people, and I had a vice president of banking on my trip with me, a a, a current then vice president of banking who was a significant sponsor of the football team, saying, sitting right next to me, saying, I just texted Steve Bashotti. Show me his phone. said, I just texted Steve Bashotti and said, lock our suite up, give us our money back. Like, I remember that, right? I think you're going to see that something similar with this. You might see it more with the fans because I think the the, the, yes, the, the sponsors value of the right. Right. Correct. The sponsors are there far more because it's an, a, an event mm-hmm. eight, eight or nine times a year that they use to help, you know, facilitate right. the business. Take clients. They but wanna... I think you're going to I do think if I'm just say if something weird happened today, it wouldn't happen this quickly. So it's high in the sky but something happens in the next week and Lamar goes to the Raiders I think there's a I think there's major pushback on that now what's that mean is it 7,000 people don't renew their season tickets is it two is it 20 I I have no idea knowing but I think it's relevant I I think people are gonna I think if Lamar is not the quarterback well, and, and you can't and it's get a Ryan if, Tannehill. Right. I think people are going to go, yeah, man. dude. I don't know if I'm doing this. Right. I'm. All, and here's the thing. And this is the dirty little secret. No one really. Let me squeeze this in real quick. Today's show is also brought to you by the print issue of Press Box, which is available for free at your neighborhood Royal Farms, any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find Press Box. There's Gunnar Henderson on the cover. Go ahead. I I, I just want to say I I think um I think what's an interesting you know tentacle to this is. Even with Lamar, people are starting to not go to the games. Oh yes, correct. There's no <laughs> like, there's no question so, so, about that. So I mean, you're you're they're already not selling. The, this is the dirty little secret. Right. They're already not selling games out, and they have Lamar. Right. And they have a good team. And the times have changed. Whether or not that's post COVID, whether or not that whether or not that's the ticket prices are too much, whether or not that's stay at home and watch the red zone. You know, we. we you know, this is pizza. There's tw- 16 slices mm-hmm. to it. Of course. So people are already not going, and they have Lamar. What's going to happen if they don't have it? Uh, I mean, so I, I do. Yeah, think- obviously, it would depend on who it would be. Of course, like I do think if they drafted a first round quarterback and that guy was playing, there would be an amount of excitement surrounding that and figuring out who the next quarterback is going to be. But to your point, if it was you know some some you know podunk. Right. middle of the road stopgap quarterback then no there would be and, and, it, and it does and i do we all know this right they could let lamar go tomorrow 
and people could be disgruntled, and people could post stuff on Twitter, and people could post stuff on Facebook, and I'm not going. Yes, but, and if them. If eight but if they're eight, season, eight and one after yeah. nine games, people are going. Correct. Like, That's a can, fact. We, we'll call your bluff on that yes, one. It's but, a, but I think initially, initially, I, I would say that if they don't sign Oh, him, there would be a significant— I would agree. Particularly if it's over two first-round picks, right? Particularly if—, if it looks like you didn't we got even beat. Right. Correct. Yeah, that, I would that agree ends with that. up being on in in the aftermath of all this stuff with Steve Saunders and right. like in a weird way, this has been the best wag the dog for them they could have ever imagined. Yeah, right. It it, it, it quickly got rid of that fiasco from last 100%. week. Hundred percent. We all stopped talking about it the moment and right. and that was about as ugly as we'd ever seen a group of current or former players push back on the team. The way that that unfolded last week. This is a franchise just to, they haven't dealt with that. They've not been Washington. This hasn't been their problem. It, Bernard Pollard fought, fought with John Harbaugh. But like Bernard Pollard's a goof. But but he never even fought with the Ravens. It right. was never, like right, he right, would right. even tell you he loved the Ravens. Right. He just fought with John We've right. never seen an organization. Trash the organization. Correct. Right. Be, I mean, we've, never seen a, we've never seen players. Yes. Now, again, as I wrote last week, I don't even know who Carl Davis is. I couldn't care less. Like, well, okay, so they mistreated your knee, maybe. I don't even know. Yeah, but Rashad Bateman's pretty but, significant. Right, right. And that was that was I, I think that was a reaction. I, I, well, all of it was an overreaction to me, but I think that was a reaction more to what he perceived to be a slight at him. Right. And I and I think Eric it if Eric had it to do over again, Eric would have prefaced that by saying we have some talented receivers. Mm-hmm. We need more yes. talented yes. receivers. Probably Eric would have done better by saying it that way. Yes. What he said made it sound like all of our receivers we've we ever drafted have stunk. Right. Correct. I, and that and that set him off. But, but again, players. But he do didn't. This, but he didn't stop there. Right. Right. Like, no doubt. He, and players do this too all the time. Right. Player. You could say this about. You can say this about everybody. I mean, you can say it about Lamar, too, but it's not as much as about Lamar because Lamar, for the most part, obviously the last couple of years have been more even, but Lamar, for the most part, has fulfilled all, all of the promise that mm-hmm. he had. But you, players do this all the time. They always think they're better than they are. Always. Sure. They just do. Sure. It's the nature of being an athlete at a high level. You think you're better. Some guy some guy once told us he was the best quarterback in football. What did that guy ever uh, do? Correct. Yeah. You 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 always think you're better than you are, right? And so sometimes you forget and this is where in Lamar's case, this is where an agent would have helped him, I think. And in Bateman's case, Bateman might forget you you, you have you've been here and you haven't done anything yet. Like, we drafted you, and, and all you've been really is hurt. You caught a couple nice passes last year. You had a really nice cat pass and, uh, catch and run against the Dolphins, and there have been times when you look like the number one draft pick. There are also times when you look like a guy that we have zero but you know, confidence in right. as it relates to your availability I, to play, not about you I, as I a player. I still think more, more than not that you look at Rashad Bateman as more part of the solution than a part of the problem. No, pro- no question, but I'm yeah. saying this is not about – we're not questioning the performer – when you perform, mm-hmm. we're, we're fine. We're questioning the performance but, because sometimes you don't play. But his response back is, it's weird. When I was in college, I was never hurt. Right. And so right. all and of that a was sudden I got here with your guy right. and I've been hurt twice. And, what do you and, think that says? And, and I would say that what I think it says is you came down on your foot wrong in that game. 
That's what I would say. Well, but, but, I, but, but I he you. would say, what about the groin injury that I didn't need to suffer because everyone says you're pushing everyone far too hard to begin the season. And by the way, th- I do Fair think enough. there's a far bigger problem here, which is there's a messenger versus message issue. I've talked to enough people that actually know what they're talking about in this field that it can't be hidden. The Ravens were were wildly wrong in how they were going about handling. They were negligent. Negligent. Uh, I think 100%. that's the word. I think that's a dangerous word, but and legally. Right. But they were they were probably negligent, and I would say there have probably been, and we don't know what they are. There have probably been grievances filed against them and for mistreatment of injuries. That's one thing. The second problem becomes exactly where does John Harbaugh come down on this? Because if it was John Harbaugh just being unwilling to deal with a rogue employee because of a personal relationship, that's problematic. But what would be more problematic is that all it really was was somebody giving John Harbaugh's message in the strength room. And that the next guy that rub, was... Rub some dirt on it. Correct. Like, the bigger right. problem is if nothing changes with Steve Saunders gone, if Scott Elliott's job is to still just give John Harbaugh's message. And I haven't gotten a full answer as to which of those two scenarios is more likely. John Harbaugh's track record with, like, trying to skirt the rules with the number of practices, he's very old school in the way that he thinks things need to be Three done. Three a days. Yes, Correct. So there's a real issue that's there. It's obviously not the topic du jour, but like there's a real issue that exists that the Ravens have to figure out. And at some point, it has to involve Steve Bishotti. Like there's no one else that John Harbaugh's answering to. See, one of the things about the players that now has really, I don't know, you know, five years ago, ten years ago, but it seems more prevalent in the last five years. One of the biggest things is these players are speaking for themselves in a forum that is very limited. So Bateman, and I'll, he's an example, a, a prime example of this, Bateman fires that thing off in, in, a, in a, no way am I disparaging him when I say this. He fires that thing off in an, in an abrupt manner that's not punctuated correctly, that doesn't have all the words spelled the right way, that, doesn't, that has words that we don't even, that a lot of people don't even understand what they mean because mm-hmm. it's in his vernacular, mm-hmm. right? And, and we don't know what those words mean. So we read it, and we just see it as some guy spouting off who's disgruntled when, in fact, his, he might have a very relevant message. Oh. And, th- and this is where, like, this is where the agent element of it or the mentor element of it really would be helping these guys. And I know Bateman has one, but in other words, somebody to help them when they do have something public they want to mm-hmm. say – Hey, let let me help you. Let me guide you through this a little but bit. I, I right? think I think the fear would be the agent would say, just don't, right? Like, just more than likely. Just don't. And and by the way, and that might be there's an that, argument that for might that. be the right thing to but, do. But I do but also. But if you have a problem, yeah. by the way, Rashad, you have a problem with the Ravens, right? Do you have a problem with the right. Ravens? I'll take care of it for you. Right. You, me, and Eric are going to get right. on the phone right now, and we're going to do this the right way. You have a problem? Let's let's address it, right? I, and I think you're you're. And we we saw this with Eric's comments, mm-hmm. right? Eric, I don't know if he got backed into the corner when he said that. I don't know how that all transpired. But, like, the same thing goes for the teams. The, the teams are very, very apprehensive to say anything publicly, right? Which is why they create their own – this is a big argument about media these mm-hmm. days, right? The, the teams don't – the teams used to give that stuff – to me or you sure, or the course. reporters, and they would say, hey, well, I can remember Brian Billick specifically saying, you want to know why Chris McAllister didn't play? I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. But if but if you say I told you, I yep. remember Brian saying, yep. I know right where Brian was when he said this to me. If, if you say on the air, I'll tell you why McAllister didn't play. You ready? Here it is. 
But if you say on the air, I told you, I'll never give you another piece of information Correct. in your life. But I want you to look good, and right. I also want to look good. Right. Right? They don't do that anymore. The teams release it. Mm-hmm. Well, the teams are only releasing what they want to give you. Correct. They right? crafted it exact the same exact way. So, and I can understand the frustration of a player. This is the the problem that I have is that it's clear this has been bubbling for you, what you saw a unfold last week. A year or two has been bubbling Easily. for some time. It started with Derek Wolf, right? right. Like, and we right. all kind of said, all right, it's one guy. It's Derek Wolf. He's kind of nuts, right? Like, we, well, let's take really him started more with the COVID thing. Well, that was the first time. Yeah, I got COVID, but I'm coming to train you boys because yes. we're, we're we we got a football game to win. Correct, and that's again <laughs> goes back to why I don't I can't absolve John Harbaugh of blame in any right, of sure. this. There's no scenario where John Harbaugh can just sort of shrug his shoulders. You were on board. You were in lockstep with this entire process. Right. Hey, baseball betting is here. Bet five dollars with DraftKings and get two hundred dollars in instant bonus bets, along with other great incentives and promos when you sign up at pressboxonline.com/offers. Baseball futures bets, season specials, and player award bets are already live in Maryland. Go to PressBoxOnline.com slash offers now for your shot at winning. I'm betting big. on the Phillies. Okay. It's your... uh, uh, Phillies going to win the World Series. Right, I hate to say that, obviously. Right, that drives me insane. Oh, yeah. You're right. you have a, I always forget your heart. But I think it's have, the Phillies yeah, year. That. All right. Uh, let's get back into the topic du jour. Obviously, Lamar Jackson situation. This man certainly is uh, hinting around the same thing you and I were just talking about. As you can read right now at CBSSports.com, he is NFL writer Will Brinson, and he's back with us here on GCR. Will, it's Glenn Clark and Drew Forrester here in Baltimore. Always great to catch you up. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us. Yeah, no problem. Although, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's a Braves fan. I don't appreciate the Phillies chatter. Ah, <laughs> I, I wish the Orioles could be more like the Braves and start signing some of these guys and keeping them around long term. That's a conversation. I know, right? I know, yeah. No, the, uh, the, Phillies, the Phillies planning a uh, – Trey Turner, this offseason, I'm an NC State guy, and, you know, I mean, Trey Turner to the Phillies is basically my hellscape, so that's exciting. Oh, good. We got that going for us. Um, uh, Will, let me let me dive into this a little bit if I could. Um, before we get to, to collusion, I want to get your answer on this question that I've kind of posed a couple times. Teams are always lying. Like, to the point where I, and I've kind of quietly done it, I've, st- I've refused to go to Ravens press conferences in recent years. The, the turning point for me was the day that Steve Bishotti, for whatever reason, decided to say that we don't need a quarterback right before they drafted Lamar Jackson. And I'm not mad at him. He was playing poker. I understand it. I just have no interest in being a part of their poker game, right? Like, it's it doesn't do anything for me. I'll do everything privately now. I, teams constantly lie. It's all they do. And they certainly don't want to be viewed as having lost out on someone you know, if they don't need to, there's no. All of these teams are going to say to themselves, if if we're not going to get this guy, we don't want people to think that we lost out on him because then they're going to frame. You know, Will Brinson is going to write at CBSSports.com, the Carolina Panthers lost out on Lamar Jackson this off season, and we don't want that. That's not good for us. How much do you believe everything that happened in the last 24 hours and all of these teams allegedly being completely out on Lamar Jackson? Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I think that it's. I mean, the Ravens put the non-exclusive franchise tag on, on Lamar Jackson at 3.02 p.m. I mean, that's when they sent out the tweet that's, you know, announcing it. I mean, you know, we don't, I guess they go back to that. I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be official until the actual transaction wire goes through, of course, um, you know, for between 4 and 4.30. But, like, you know, I, I mean, it's it's not like, to me, it doesn't come across. And I agree with you. Like, of course, NFL teams lie all the time. Like, you have to, you, you know, if you do this long enough, you have to know when to, like, when to be able to, Sniff out what is a lie, what is a valid. Like, for instance, all right, this is a good example. Chicago Bears. Bears have the number one pick, number one overall pick. Everybody goes to the combine. 
And coming out of the combine, the Bears are the feature story in both Albert Breer and Peter King's you know Monday morning column. Um, you know they're featured in like our Jonathan Jones's Insider Notes. They're, they're the, they're the, they are the story du jour before Lamar Jackson's franchise tag. And it's like Ryan Poles can't stop talking about all the offers he's got. He's like, I am just loaded with offers. He's like, you won't believe it. He's like, I got a 2024-1 and a 2025-1 sitting out there right now. It's like, no, you don't. If you did, you take that. That's just, you don't have that. And so, like, I think it's like that to me is like a very clear thou doth protest too much situation where there's so much press that it's um, – that's obvious. And, yeah, I mean, look, could the – you know, could one of these teams be completely full of it and they're they're trying to go in lockstep and then they're going to reverse course and try to sign Lamar? Sure. I mean, could it be one of those things where they don't want to negotiate with the Ravens and if they do negotiate and then they, you know, the Ravens take him and they lose, you know, so you don't even want to dive in. Yeah, I mean, it could be a little bit of that. But the timing of this, the the quickness and the the way in which these teams respond, like got this information out there. I mean, the, the Diana Racine of ESPN had a, you know, it was like had something from the Falcons. Like the Falcons just aren't going to pursue Lamar by three sixteen. That's fourteen minutes. I mean, like I you can't even you, you can't you can't like you, there's a lot of like stuff you can't do in the kitchen in fourteen minutes. It's fair. That's fair. How did you possibly have enough time to make that decision and to really process all of this, particularly knowing um, with that? Unless you had that. Unless you had that in your hip pocket for two days uh, for whatever right. weird reason, right? right? Like I agree with well that it sounds kind of weird. You. <laughs> We just got the tweet 12 minutes ago, and you're right. out already? That's right. kind of odd. You've, you've gone through but, all of this in 12 minutes, right. every every layer of it. And I, I well, guess yeah, we, I mean, like they, they, they could have, they you know, the Falcons could have said, all right, if they place the non-exclusive franchise tag on him, you know, do we want to possibly, you know, do we want to consider it? I mean, yeah, they could have spent, you know, they could have heard rumblings that it was going to happen at the Combine. I mean, obviously, the, you know, people, you know, everybody gets together. Um, I highly doubt that, you know, Eric DaCosta was just, Letting everybody know the non-exclusive franchise tag was coming. I mean, I I thought I thought that was going to be the plan all along because you let Lamar test his market and, and look, you, 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 you let the market tell Lamar what he's going to get. It's just like, I mean, that's a pretty you know that's a pretty fast way to make a decision for a team that was very much in on Deshaun Watson until the very end of the the Watson sweepstakes. So you know, it's like you you spend months and months and months chasing after Deshaun Watson. You won't spend a quarter of an hour, like considering chasing after Lamar Jackson, that seems odd to me. Yeah, Desmond Ritter is not that good. Yeah, <laughs> well, he might not be no. good at all. So right. I, yeah. I, I guess the one thing I and I asked, uh, we had a guest earlier. I asked the same thing. I, this keep this question keeps pressing to me. Is this? Is there any chance this is irreparable? And that the Ravens and Lamar just forget about the money. That even if they sort of kind of figured out a way to agree to the deal, that the the hard feelings would not allow for both of them to coexist. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I mean, it does seem like it's it's it certainly seems closer to that than I think you know anyone would have thought during the you know during the first what, you know, 12 weeks of the season last year. And, and, and obviously, you know, down the stretch, you started to hear more and more rumbling or grumblings, rumblings or grumblings, whatever you want to call it, sort of started to, you know, propagate up a little bit and, and, and bubble up to the surface. And then, you know, this all, you know, this all season, you do hear that, like, you know, and, and look, again, is your point about, like, is, you know, what do, we, what do we believe from NFL teams? You, you know, you start to hear it's like, oh, uh, like, like you never hear so-and-so is a bad teammate when – you know, during an MVP season, right? You only hear that, like, you only hear, like, so-and-so's a bad teammate, so-and-so's a pain in the butt, so-and-so's a problem here, so-and-so's a problem there. You only hear that when there's a contract negotiation going on. 
I mean, I feel like the Saints did that with Drew Brees, where it's like, you know, we're just not sure how much time. Like, you get a leak, it's like the, some of the Saints are worried about how much time Drew Brees has left. Like in 2011 or something, when he, you know, when he, had, when he got a franchise tag, or 2013, whatever it was. And so, like, that to me is where you, you have to be really careful about, you know, what we're, you know, what we're, what we're quote, unquote, what we're hearing. Because this is, the, this is, one, this is lying season, more so than during the regular season. And then, like, two, you know, it, you know, teams are teams are trying. Teams are cutthroat. You know, they're willing to do whatever they need to do in order to to try and get that you know negotiation down. And and so, yeah, I mean, part of that may be that like Lamar feels slighted, and part of it may be like the Ravens feel like Lamar slighted them, and and it's just too hard to come back from. I mean, that's then that's what makes it. You know, that's what makes it to me. It seems likely that he just plays two franchise tags and then tries to hit the open market rather than they actually get a deal done. I, you know, but then the question becomes, is he going to be okay with a 30? This to me, Will, is where this, Will Brinson from CBS Sports is with us here in GCR. This gets really fascinating to me because the question becomes, like, how much of this has now gotten to the point where Lamar really believes in a fight that he has been, you know, working right. with the NFLPA and he's in on, hey, the franchise tag is evil and we should be getting fully guaranteed contracts and – you know, I've never thought of, you know, Lamar Jackson as like a, you know, a Colin Kaepernick type figure. He's never come off in a way that he had bigger goals or things that were beyond football that he cared about, that he wanted to make an impact or he wanted to be football's version of Kirk Flood or something like that. But it is fascinating right. to me, right? Like, what if he were to walk in and say, dude, but I ain't playing for $32.4 million. Forget about it. That's not happening. And I am willing to sit out and I am willing to fight this fight and to you know, try to become a martyr in the process. Like, because we have so little access to Lamar Jackson without having an agent, somebody to speak for him, there is a a really fascinating element of all of this beyond just, you know, hey, what are teams willing to offer? Like, what, what is it? What are Lamar's actual goals in this? And, and what is he, is there a point where he says, well, I just need to save face and get whatever I can get? Or does he say, nah, the hell with this. I'm fighting this. Well, and I think, you know, it's hard to say. Again, you're right, because he doesn't have an agent. I think if he had an agent, he'd have a deal done because agents want to get their cut of the contract, and, and agents are, you know, if you're an agent who doesn't get a contract done, you look like, you know, one, you don't get your money, and two, nobody wants to be your client because, he's, you know, right. you can't, like, this guy can't get deals done. Why would I be with this guy? Um, so, yeah, an agent, if he has an agent, he's probably has a deal done by now, and it's, it's probably all you know. Um, you know, it's propped up in the way that all these deals get propped up, right? The most guaranteed, most new guaranteed money in the history of quarterback, blah blah blah. Um, as far like, I think the non-exclusive franchise, the non-exclusive part of this is kind of a huge deal for the relationship too, because you have Lamar, like, like not not only is it you know the franchise tag, you know the the analogies are the, is always you know it's like here's you know this is a typical promise ring versus you know an actual you know engagement ring, right? It's like you're dating, you don't want to marry. Like, that's what we always comp it to. Well, I mean, the Ravens just said, not only do we not, only do we not want to lock you down, but we, we're willing to let any team in the NFL, any team in the NFL, come and try and get you. Yeah, we'll let you like, go look like, at I mean, another it is, guy. Yeah, right. kind of insulting <laughs> when you think about it. You know? Right. No, no. I mean, I, I think that's a, 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 an interesting comparison. Like, we're not only not sure we want you, we'll let you run around and see if there's another guy in town that thinks you're pretty. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you think you think you're like, look, I'll tell you what, you 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 think you want to lock this, you want you want you want you want to get hitched? Why don't you go? Uh, I don't know if you guys watch Thirty Rock. It's like when um Jenna Jenna and Paul Jenna goes and has a sexual walkabout. Like that's what they're basically telling telling Lamar he can go, go have a, a walkabout, and figure out like go 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 flirt with all the other thirty one teams, see what they think. Um, and 
that's kind of insulting if you're the player, right? It's like you're like being told, you know, maybe maybe you're not as maybe you're not maybe you're not as hot as you think you are. Well, basically. that's the whole and that's the genesis of it, really, right? I mean, you're, the Ravens, there's a value. The Raven, I, I I keep using these letters. Lamar thinks his value is four A, and the Ravens think it's three A, and the Ravens are saying to him, "Go find a team that thinks it's four A, and if you do, then maybe we'll consider it. And if you don't, you you lose." I mean, that's the way the Ravens position it to me. Yeah, and, and I'll say this too. Like, I mean, just to sort of say, I mean, not to segue into the, the C word, but because and, and, I, I think it is important to note that, like, if you're Eric DaCosta, you could have done some pretty basic calculus here where you can rip through X number of teams in the NFL, right? So, for instance, like the Browns and the Bengals and the Steelers are not going to offer Lamar Jackson, uh, and they're not going to give an offer sheet, right? I mean, you're talking about, they just drafted Deshaun Watson. They have Joe Burrow, and they just—excuse me—they just traded for Deshaun Watson. They have Joe Burrow, and then you know they just drafted Kenny Pickett, respectively. Like none of those three teams in the division are going to try and come and, and get Lamar, even especially you know giving up two first-round picks. You know, you can run through the, all, a, a whole list of other teams, and you can sort of get down to this list of maybe six or seven teams who might be interested in coming after Lamar Jackson, like David Tepper has been a rabid bulldog about trying to find a quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. He tried to trade for everybody. And when he couldn't get any of the big names, he had to trade for both Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. They gave up like, you know, they gave up much for Baker, but gave up a second round pick for Sam Darnold. Like you you give up a two for Darnold, but you won't give up two ones for Lamar. Right. 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 Um, and he has all the liquidity in the world to, to go get him. And so like, you do wonder like, did, you know, I mean, that's sort of the game of chicken that DaCosta is playing here and the Ravens are playing here is they're saying, all right, this is a list of teams that could come get Lamar. Will, and, and, then, and then, again, this, but this goes back to sort of my, my collusion theory, or the, the collusion theory. It's not my collusion theory. It's just like all, like all of these teams who would be interested or potentially interested come out and say, no, like we're gonna leak, they, leak to, they leak to reporters very quickly, no, we're not interested. Without, like, without really even the, the amount of time you needed to do your due diligence. And if you, if you – I mean, you started looking at it. Every single NFL owner was – except, obviously, the Packers and the Browns because they were mad at the Browns and the Packers were public – were furious at the Haslam's for the, the contract that they gave to Sean Watson. It, it set things up, especially with Lamar and Lamar not having an agent, to tell him that that was – and, like, and everybody's been told this is an outlier, right? Deshaun Watson's contract's an outlier. It's an outlier. It's an outlier. It's like, well, it's not. It's what the market said a quarterback is worth. Even if the market is full of idiots, like, the market still said that. And now NFL owners want to make sure, because a lot of them aren't liquid enough, they put down $230, $250, $280 million um, in, in cash into escrow over five years. Because it's you know, the antiquated rule where you have to have that money in escrow for every guaranteed dollar in a contract. And so you have Joe Burrow coming up. You have Justin Herbert coming up. I mean, those are franchises that don't are flush with cash like that. And so I think there's a whole host of NFL owners who are saying, look, you know, this Lamar contract is – I mean, I, I'm just saying it's the, it's the perfect time. If you were going to try and snuff out this guaranteed contract situation, this Lamar Jackson contract is the perfect time because if you get him on the non-exclusive tag, and no one comes in and makes him a fully guaranteed offer. So you have those other five teams who all walk away very quickly. And then the Ravens say, look, we told you, this is what your market, this is what the market says your value is. This is what we said your value is. So Lamar either then has to play out the two franchise tags and see what he can in free agency, and, or he can take the deal that the Ravens were offering him. And either way, by the time that you know, he signs a con- by the time that he either signs a contract for that's not guaranteed, or by the time he hits the market, we're going to see Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow 
sign contracts that aren't guaranteed or fully guaranteed because they have agents who are going to get, figure out ways to get these deals done and, and it's, it's going to reset the market. So like this is the absolutely perfect time and perfect moment and perfect player because of various reasons for the NFL owners to say, all right, we're, we're squashing out this fully guaranteed market. We're in for the fight. We're Smells the fight. to me like Robert Kraft is sitting in New England going, okay, I'm one step closer to having Lamar. Oh, God, the terrifying <laughs> thought of that. It's so terrifying. You know he's up there going, yep. I don't want anybody to pay this guy yep. one yep. nickel more yeah. than $200 We're, we're million. all in on that, right? Hey, Belichick, 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 Belichick going to draft him instead of sending your shell, man. Yeah, I mean, it's so terrifying. <laughs> at Will Brinson on Twitter is a And we'll link up his story from CBS Sports on our Twitter account, at Glenn Clark Radio. Will, a podcast, what, what can we plug for you, man? Uh, yeah, Pick Six Podcast, uh, uh, daily NFL show on uh, YouTube, on YouTube, YouTube.com slash Pick Six, or Pick Six, yeah, Pick Six, or um, uh, also, uh, yeah, uh, CBS Sports HQ and Twitter and all that good stuff, and we'll, CBSSports.com, of course. We'll really appreciate it, man. Thanks for doing this. We'll be in touch, all right? Yeah, yeah guys, have a good day. See ya. Will Bye. Brinson, CBS Sports, with us here on GCR. When we come back in, we're going to play Would You Rather Wednesday, uh, and still to come this hour, Peter King will join us from uh, NBC. So Peter? Uh, he did say, "Not with me." Yeah, he after specifically that, said, "Fracas, he and I." Yeah, had. gotta know that Forrester's not gonna no be problem. around there for that one. So you're no king to me, anyway. Wow, gonna, <laughs> that's that's what you prepared for today. How long have you spent working on that one? God, when he, uh, I got one for you. When are you do back in Boys Town? Yeah, oh, right oh. there you go. All right, um, that's still all to come. It is a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. Are you a diehard O's fan looking for the perfect way to show your team spirit? Look no further than Birdland Sports. Birdland Sports is a small business run by fans for fans. They offer a wide variety of unofficial O's merchandise from the Birds Are Coming tees to player cartoon shirts and more. And the best part? Their prices are more affordable than the big guys. So head to BirdlandSports.com and grab your gear today. Show your support for the Birds with Birdland Sports. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit and stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. Have you experienced hardship due to COVID-19? CCBC is here to help. With funding available for short-term career programs, you can get back on your feet in no time. Starting this March, become a certified apartment maintenance technician to secure your future. CCBC's program offers hands-on training and prepares you for a rewarding career in the growing field of property management. Don't wait any longer. Call 443-840-2222 or online at ccbcm edu for more details ccbc apartment maintenance technician your new career starts now with funding available 443-840-2222 or ccbcmd.edu the latest edition of press box is available now on the cover luke jackson profiles orioles phenom gunner henderson breaking down how he was able to become the top prospect in baseball at such a young age and what could be next in his first full mlb season also inside we meet lacrosse players from the men's and women's college programs across the state and bo smoka breaks down another year wide receiver issues for the ravens press box is available for free at over 500 area locations including 60 royal farm stores and you can always 
always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich, hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. Entry-level officers started over $60,000 and over $64,000 for lateral officers with $10,000 signing bonuses available. Plus, cadets started over $32,000. Great benefits are available like medical, dental, and vision insurance, tuition reimbursement, 15 sick days per calendar year with no limit, career advancement to more than 20 specialized units, and more with further incentives for military service members and veterans. A passion for service, a career for life, with the Baltimore County Police Department. Find out more at joinbaltimorecountypd.com or call 410-887-5542. Must be a United States citizen, have a valid driver's license and a high school diploma or GED equivalent. If you miss anything on the show, don't forget that you can watch full episodes at youtube.com slash pressboxonline and you can download podcasts on Apple, iTunes, Amazon, and Grindr. Wait, did I say Grindr? I don't think that you would find it on Grinder. Not that I know what's on Grinder or anything, I swear! Second thought, you know what? I don't care what you think. Here's Glenn. If you missed it, Stan the Fan Charles Ross Grimsley caught up with Mike Devereaux after his stint down in spring training as an instructor. You can find that show right now, facebook.com slash pressboxsports, youtube.com slash pressboxonline, or pressboxonline.com slash video. I hate to be that guy. Yeah. It's Devereaux. <laughs> I don't believe it is, for the record. Didn't you see Ted Lasso? Uh, we're doing. Remember? God, I always forget that all, that's all Drew has. That's all I watch. Point. Uh, ne- one week don't from today, right? Yeah, right. It's, yep. it's next Wednesday, isn't yep. it? I mean, I sign back up for Apple TV+. Devereaux. <laughs> I got to make sure I get that that's back how you say next it's French, Devereaux. Right, thank you. I appreciate it. Just let you know. Um, uh, thank you. This and now it. it's the last one. Yes, this is um, it. This is it. Ted said this is it. This is it. In, in fairness, I think it's smart. It captures a moment. It's very difficult to keep doing this for 10 Ask seasons. Ask the hangover. I, I'll, the hangover, I'll number one, brilliant. There, hangover number yeah. two, well, it was good. Hangover number three, horrendous. Yes. I, what I would say is it's difficult even for likable characters. They, You just sort of like, sure. at some point you're like, okay, it's the same thing. Like you're, We like you. We get it. You're the nice guy. But it's the same thing. Right. Like there's there's not depth. Not everybody can be uh leave it to Beaver. Not everybody or, or, or Mr. Rogers. Not everybody can be Eddie Haskell. Yeah, that's true. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Haskell, Eddie Haskell hundred percent. <laughs> never soured. Never <laughs> soured in any way. All right. Uh Drew's here, Drew's Morning Dish.com. Of course, I am going with Scotty Shuffler to win, by the way. Uh, you'll be talking about that on Fairways and Greens, which is I bad. I'm not sure. Oh. oh. Isn't there some issue with Sunday? I think it's only if Maryland ends up in the Big Ten championship game, and I don't think that's Oh, okay. Is that what it is? And I need to know that. I if be- Maryland winds up in the Big Ten championship I, game, then I don't actually, do a golf I'm, show. I, I'm pretty sure you're locked in no matter what, because I don't think the Big Ten championship game would be until mid-afternoon, so I think you're good on uh, Sunday. That's not what Chuck told me. Oh, okay. okay. Well, then maybe there's maybe something I'm, else. Maybe they found something else to do the golf show. Yeah, maybe we're off on Sunday. They should probably let me. Well, I I got a schedule that said I was working on Sunday. I said it. I, I said we should do the. Sh- I should do the golf show after the players. Oh, try to do when, like a post game. When are you game. on? 
We're one on to four? one to four, yes. It would be perfect for me to do the golf show four to six or five to but or four to five. I thought the golf turn doesn't end until like six. It ends at like six, but I mean, I would be on while while they were playing the back nine. Okay. That would be awesome. Okay. And it would be way better than your well, show. That, oh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, what I meant to point. say. I mean, you might not be wrong. <laughs> uh, um, the the problem would be, I think, at that point, if Maryland would, was in the Big Ten Championship game. I think the Big Ten Championship game is at 3.30, if I remember yeah, correctly. Well, Maryland will be watching I, Yes, that. I don't think that's likely. I am with you on that. Yeah, they I, got a puncher's chance. Uh, the Big Ten's well, not I, any good. That's, uh, by the way, what you just said is exactly right. The, uh, the Big Ten is I, I don't, it's alarming how bad the Big Ten is. I don't feel good about Maryland, but I don't feel good about any of these teams. Pick so. the winner right now, and you're wrong. Yeah, exactly uh, I'm right. serious. Exactly like, right. You, you well, tell me who's in the final no, right per- now, Purdue you're wrong. Purdue is deservedly the favorite, but yes, even they have proven to be quite beatable everyone else is exactly the same outside of minnesota there's purdue there's minnesota and then there's and minnesota just beat rutgers that's true they did just do that and there used to be minnesota and ohio state but then ohio state won a few games at the end of the year too so even they like there's just no yeah, answer. the big 10 is just not there's very good. no correct answer to that question oh, what a yeah. bummer the other night for towson uh, Rough, real rough. I mean, they had four unbelievable looks in the last forty-five seconds. Didn't I, hit one I of them. I thought they were settling for long threes instead. I thought Cam Holding going to the basket was working for them, and they were settling for let's what it, come hell or high water, we're letting Timberlake take a three, even if he's thirty feet away from the basket. Well, they, everyone knew he. By was the way, it. by the way, Griffin's going war. He was retweeting people that want accountability within the program. Gri- Griffin's lost his mind. I'm ready for Turgeon. Accountability, you mean? Are you out of your mind? Yeah, right. You you want to lose for sure. Um, you you mean accountability because people are upset they didn't make it again? You you mean that? Yeah, they haven't been in thirty-one years or whatever it is. Thirty-one years? Yes, twenty-one years. Yeah, no, thirty-two. In fact, Um, ninety-one was the last time they were there. Exactly right. Um, I, I look, I get it. I mean, they've had some good teams that they came up short the one year in DC, or came up short one year in Baltimore. When I think the Jarrell Benjamin year, William, was William very Mary dis- beat them. Yeah, right, very disappointing. Um, and I, and thought- I would say last year was way more disappointing than this year. Last year's team was the best team in the CAA. Last year's team was rolling. Last year's team was, but they set- weren't the number one seed last year. I don't. They were the number one seed by. They won the regular season. Yeah. They, they last to, year they remember they had to play seed? that. And they had to make up the second half of the game in the de- with Delaware, right? And they had to come back. And when they did that, they won the CAA title because of it. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember they were the number one seed and lost. They lost to Delaware. Delaware. Yes. Right. They lost, they lost turn around and lost to Delaware. Gotcha. It got, well, that got escaped me. Stunned in the. Um. But yeah, I mean, I get it. Like you know, they're they. This is you're judged on this. Whether no matter what conference you're in, you're judged on. We didn't. We haven't been there in 31 years. I mean, you Correct. think about it. We, yeah, it's that. Sta- yes, you got to get in by accident one now, year, right? Now for a little while, Coppin State finished seven and nine one year and got in. That is true. But the CAA for a while was a bit different than right. other mid-major leagues because they had real teams playing in the CAA for a bit. Um, George Mason was there. I mean, it was tough. Well, to they had through. Old Dominion, George yes. Mason, VCU, VCU. Yes. I mean, I mean, it was loaded for a little while there. So the totality of the thirty-one Old Dominion years, got in one year and didn't even win the conference. Correct. Old, Old Dominion correct. got it. They gave two two correct. spots to one the year. CAA, exactly yeah. right. Um, now I get it. There have been a couple of particular this year to me. This they lost Jason Gibson and Charleston's a monster. Like I, I don't. Let's just be practical about it. This year wasn't the year. Right. Last year, you can say, was the year. If there is a disappointing year, it's, dude, last season, everything was going their way. They couldn't lose in the second half of last season, and that was particularly disappointing. But to fire a coach of a program that's steadily been in the mix, 
that has proven that like yeah they're they they're in it every year. I it, mean they they I would have to look back on this. It's been a long time since they've had a stinker year. Correct. T- the COVID year was really really bad. But, um, it's like, they, they had really bad losses down the stretch to Drexel and William and Mary in, at the end of the regular season, which was really like really bad losses because they were up late and then ended up blowing it and losing. We're talking about what year? COVID. This year. This year. Oh, in this February. This past oh, you February. Mean, on the road, though. You're talking about. Yeah, they yeah, were okay. on the road. Okay. I, I don't know how to tell you this. Like teams don't win every game. That the, Charleston. Didn't oh, you're win one every of the people game. that wants scary out. You want him fired? Uh, yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. You're insane. I, okay. I don't know how to. But the other, the other thing too is that it's very difficult to explain the context. I also remember being young. They and just lost not, to a team that's thirty-one and three, and they lost to them in the last thirty seconds of the game. Right. When and when they couldn't get a foul call in the second half of the game, when everything was going against them. But that's probably Pat Scary's fault, right? Like they're up the whole and game just, and can't hold on. They're not up the whole game. They were they were down by. Are you what are you saying? They were about? down by nine. They were points. up by five at halftime. They were down by nine points with seven minutes to go in the game. What game back to take the, the lead? So that's the, that's, so they, that's the lead they blew out coming out of this, coming out of halftime. They it had a five point lead. Two baskets. What are you talking about? This is not Maryland. 14, Fourteen point change right there. Oh my God! Fourteen we, points. You're right. We better it's go unheard back to, of in basketball. <laughs> There's never been a fourteen. We better point go back and talk about Lamar. <laughs> this is so weird. Lamar's I Lamar's more. Chelsea's so more controversial again, than Lamar. I, what I give, he does not have the context. He has no idea what Pat Scary walked into. He has no clue how pathetic that program was before. I'll Pat, give you the context. Yes. Glenn and I were on the team. Correct. Pretty close to it. Like there's, he does, and I get it, and I'm giving Griffin a pass because he's young. Like I understand that you don't have the context for this, and it's frustrating because you want your team. They won one to, game, Pat Scary's first year. That's by the way, it was a miracle they won one. Right. It was a miracle. They, it was the to say the cupboard was bare. There wasn't a cupboard. Yeah, right. They built the cupboard, and then Correct. it was bare. Pat, Pat Kennedy took the cupboard with him. It was insane the right. situation that they walked into at Towson. Insanity. That they've been able to get the program to this point to be regularly consistent. Again, I'm disappointed too. And they were always going to have to play College of Charleston in the in this tournament, right? They were if they didn't play them in the semifinals, they were going to play them in the finals if they were in the other bra- other side, correct? Like they were always going to play them. They, they, they were all and look last night, uh, UNC Wilmington had them dead to rights. They were up by eight or nine with five minutes to go and couldn't hold the lead. Charleston's ridiculous. College of Charleston's they're ridiculous. Really good, man. They. They're worthy of being in the NCAA tournament, They're really but good. wouldn't have gotten in had they lost, which is a bummer. I know. Like, it, in a way, it's justice that they won the tournament to make sure they didn't get robbed of getting into the NCAA tournament right. because it's insane how good they are. This is nuts. It's difficult. It's very difficult. Let's get into Would You Rather Wednesday. Would You Rather Wednesday is brought to you by Birdland. I'll say yes. Very good. It's brought to you by Birdland Sports. Um, I would show you the Birds Are Coming t-shirt, but I took it home for myself because it was the one that I want. You want one of these? You want the... Uh, yeah, I'll take one for Ethan. Uh, I'm not a big the, fan the, of the, the team. This is the Mountain, the Felix Batista shirt. You could no, have He the, won't be around in July. The Gunnar Henderson Yeah, give me that. There you go. That one's for Ethan. What there size you is go. it? I don't, it's probably too big for him. Oh, no, it's an XL. I'll take it. All right. Well, do you, I, these What's are, the other one? I think they're all Over XLs. For, for, this is the Birds and the Wire uh, lettering. No, nah, I'm good And with this that. is the 2023 World Series champion T-shirt. Oh, that uh, it's also XL. Oh, now I'll take the. Gamer. All right, you got that one. That one's yours. He very, might be around for a while. Very. I would like to hope until he goes to the Red Sox. Oh, let's not do that. <laughs> let's not do that. All of those shirts are available right now at BirdlandSports.com. A buy O's fans for O's fans. Price is cheaper than the big guys, but the quality of the product remains the same. 
I'm going to give away today that Birds Are Coming t-shirt. Look, if you really want a different one, fine. But that's the one. Uh, like my man Conan sent me a message. He went ahead and bought his. I had a couple other people. Uh, Kimberly, who messaged and said she went ahead and got hers. You don't have to wait to see if you win. You can go ahead and order yours now. But we're going to give one away to someone who participates at random in Would You Rather Wednesday today. Get your responses in at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter or Facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio. And be clear. Be clear, if you order your shirts right now from BirdlandSports.com, you will get them in plenty, plenty of time for opening day if you want to rock it at the ballpark. Would you rather, number one, it's all Lamar for Would You Rather Wednesday today. Would you rather, number one, the Lamar Jackson contract gets done today and we never have to talk about the topic again. Yes. Or the lease gets done today. And we never have to talk about that topic again. Number two. Ah, hell, we'll just go one by one. Well, I, I mean, clearly you would say, Lamar, the Orioles aren't leaving. Anyone that thinks the Orioles are leaving has no idea what they're talking about. The Orioles aren't leaving. To me, it's, I about, would say it's about the annoyance of the topic to me, right? Like, I, I totally understand. But I couldn't care less about the lease. The Orioles aren't going anywhere. Give me uh, the Lamar. Ten times. We agree, we agree on, certainly on that behalf. Go but ahead. I, I would agree that it's like it's an annoying it's a it's a booger somebody put on your back and you can't reach that's, it with your hand. That's the but like the Orioles aren't leaving. Go ahead. Yeah. No, that, that's exactly exactly how I feel because well, if they're not playing at Camden Yards, where are they going to play? They're going to play in Towson. They're going to play like where are they going to play? So well, well they I mean, would be they leaving. Would, that would be the point, city. right? Yes, but they're not leaving. Yes. Well, yeah, because they're not. Yeah, exactly. They're not leaving. Although so. it might they might draw better at Towson. I mean, I think they would. It's a smaller ballpark. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, if, right. the 3,200 uh, who come out yeah. might jam the Sherholtz yeah, Park. I actually love going and watching games. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, to get a Lamar deal done today, yeah, I'll take that. Um, by the way, this Easily. is – it's funny because pe- people are answering this question not just not thinking the way that you're thinking. I think clearly the people are answering this question thinking about the possibility of the Orioles leaving. They're not going it. anywhere. I, you and I know that. <laughs> but it's interesting. Jeez, a whiz. People it's, are insane. It's interesting how split this is. And there's still a couple of people that involved are just people that are done with Lamar that are getting in. So that's yeah, fine, sort of how their answer is coming in. Uh, number two, would you rather? The Ravens have Lamar Jackson yes. with oh. Rashad Bateman and Zay Flowers as their top two receivers next year. Or... Jimmy Garoppolo with DeAndre Hopkins, Rashad Bateman as their top two receivers, and a first-round pick they can then use on whatever else they'd like to use. Give me Lamar. I mean, I can't wait because you're gonna we're gonna have fun with this one. Oh please, I mean, have, this is a joke. We're gonna have fun with this one. Wait this a second. This is a joke. Wait a second. No, this was this is it, this one is easy because I want Lamar. Uh, Any scenario where there's Lamar, I mean. The, the scenario where I was saying I would like Jimmy Garoppolo is if Lamar is not the quarterback. Yeah, that, this, yeah this, I know what scenario you want Jimmy Garoppolo with if you're going to Federal Hill on a Friday night. Now that part and is whatever, true. Well, no, wait, whatever no, 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 he throws was, away, you can yeah, add. I was going to say it's the opposite thing. He would take away everything. I mean, whatever. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo, please. You In any scenario, you want Lamar. Well, I agree with I, that. Yes, this I was playing on all of a sudden Griffin's become a big Jimmy Garoppolo guy in the last There's like, five huge. or six quarterbacks in the league Forget the money. If it's not Lamar, forget the money. Dismiss the money. In there are five or six quarterbacks in the league that, if mythically they were available and you could trade them for Lamar, you would do it. And that's it. Yes, that's yes. it. Yes. 
And even then, a couple of them might have to think about it, right? Like, uh, I'm sure. Uh, you definitely do it for Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, probably. And I, uh, I, by the way, that's the only, that's the end of the definites for me. Maybe, yeah, and and, yeah. and even Allen, I'd have to like think but about. I, but a I would say bit. you, I would say the knee jerk reaction would be Lamar for Allen, definitely. Lamar for Burrow, definitely. Yes. Lamar for Mahomes, definitely. Then you would throw in Mahomes Her- for Herbert, eh, maybe. But like. That's it. Right. You're, Correct. You're, Jimmy Garoppolo might as well give me the other guy, Prendy or whatever his name is. Who? Purdy? Prendy or whatever the hell oh, the guy's Prendy. name is. Prendy oh, or Purdy or whatever. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Just please. That's the Rihanna's lingerie line. Go on. That, yeah, you, right. that you were confusing right. him with. Um, yes, more, far more Lamar for this one than Garoppolo. Oh, and Gino Smith, we didn't throw him in. Uh, he's done. He's not on. He's not right. Correct. That you would trade right. straight up. Obviously. <laughs> right. Yes. That's, that's the Seahawks lost their mind. Well, did you look at how the contract was structured? What is it? He pays them? No, it's more <laughs> It's more like it's definitely a one-year deal. Right. It's Geno Smith. They prob- And by the way, I wouldn't be committing to Geno Smith for one year. I wouldn't commit record. to Geno Smith for seven I, days. I understand that. But okay. But it's definitely a one-year deal. Everything right. after that is kind of right. to, be, to be determined. Right. The Daniel Jones thing What number is, is he going to wear, insane. by the way, Brissett? With us, <laughs> in love with eight probably. Brissett. Here, I'll give you this: one. Would you rather Jimmy Garoppolo or Jacoby Brissett? Uh, uh, one million percent, Jacoby Brissett. Wow, in you, a heartbeat. You love Jacoby Brissett? No, I, I. I'm just. By the way, I don't even know what the answer to that question is, just because I I don't know which one of them is actually. We better. almost lost to Jeremy, Jacoby Brissett here last year. That did happen. That's a thing that. Was by the weird. way, if their coach doesn't go for a 56 yard field goal into the wind, right. we might have lost that game. And I misread number three, but I'm going to alter. Okay. Uh, number three was Lamar Jackson does end up elsewhere for two first-round picks. Would you rather that be Washington or New England? I thought the anti-Washington I'm telling sentiment. you right now, the snake in the grass and all of this is New England. Right, 100%. I'm They're telling you right there. now, yep. the snake in the grass. Oh, and we know that he loves him. We know that. He loves him. And you think, do you think for one minute when Bill Belichick goes into Kraft or any personnel person and says, I want Lamar, and they say, Bill, you – you know we have Mac Jones. <laughs> Belichick's going to say, no, we don't. Correct. That's a fact. That, you figure out what to well, do with him. they tried to bench him last year. Right. I'm hey. telling you, New England is the snake in the grass in this. I So so I'm going to alter I this. I have a weird feeling, I'm man. Gonna, I'm going to alter this because rightfully so, everybody's coming in on Washington. It is the correct answer, Washington. But I just thought that New everybody has got I don't the care 14th pick. Washington's I got could, the 16th. I mean, what are you right. saying? You don't want him to go there – because cosmetically, you hate him. oh, yeah, I couldn't care you hate him. Less. Right, and that's and, yeah. and look, it, almost everyone's coming in that way. So I'm going to alter the question. Let him go wherever he wants to go. Uh, the problem is this: the Indianapolis holds the fourth pick. So pretend they've traded down for the twentieth pick. Give us, I, I got a deal. Wait, 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 listen to me. Give us the helmets back. <laughs> okay, yeah, you can make. <laughs> Give a deal us the with helmets it. back. Would you rather it's New England for the fourteenth pick or Indianapolis for the twenty-first pick? Well, I am so philosophically opposed to helping those creeps out there. I probably would say New England. <laughs> and if they, but wait a minute. But if I would say to New England, you can't ever, you, you, I can't see Lamar in the old Pat the Patriot helmet. <laughs> that, because if I saw him I in that, that helmet, I would melt. This is on me, man. This Lamar, is on me. And, but then if I saw Lamar in the Colt helmet, yeah, I would melt. I understand, but you got to pick one. I'd rather him go to Indianapolis, I guess. All right. All right. Yeah. The 21st. Well, I mean, what if seven, we said seven to picks. Shut up. I gotta go. let me say this. i got to get the Peter King. Well, forget him. What if I said this? <laughs> You're so mad that he wouldn't talk to you today. What if I said this? 
we're going to change names to the teams. <laughs> we'll give you Lamar. <laughs> if I'm Bashadi, I call that. him and I say this. But uh, wait, wait, wait. Do I'm going to give you Lamar. This is a genuine question. Do you oh, want? I, you, wait, wait, wait. Do you want being... the t- the name and the colors back, or do you just want the history back? Or, or if if you would say you can't be the Colts anymore, we, we're well, not going to be the boy, Colts. Boy, I would love to do that. You can be the Indiana. Well, you, you know, know what I'm going to. You can say. be the Anna, Indiana Racers or whatever you want to be. You know what I'm going to say. You would. You would. Hundred percent. Yeah. But but that's me. He he doesn't care. My Ethan doesn't care. They don't know the Colts. They so. I'm saying it. From, and by the way, I'm not even really. I'm all doing that the mad. old man yells at the cloud thing. No, but I'm I'm adjusting. You guys to can this call point. yourselves the Indianapolis Ravens, right? All There's I want birds all out I, there. All I want is the history back. That's all I want. I, I, here's what I would say. Yeah, we'll we'll let you sign Lamar. Yeah, you give us two first round. You give us three first round draft picks, and and you think I'm kidding? And you also. A Hall of Fame can no longer identify Johnny Unitas yeah, yeah, as an Indianapolis Colt. Colt. Yep. We'll do the deal. I'd settle for that for sure. I really would, too. I'm not even kidding. I would 100% settle for no them picks. never being able to send it. I, I, no, no, no. They'd have to give uh, no, give us picks. picks but okay. John Mackey never way, played for a, you. A couple of people have brought this up, the idea of couldn't the Ravens try to still negotiate with a team that made an offer sheet? They could, but like, what would the context be? Give me how that would work. Well, the only way it would work. Right. Uh, here's how the Ravens it would, would work. have to match first. They first have to match. But here's how it would work, and, and I'll just throw this out. Lamar goes to just make him up. We, yes. we got him. Lamar goes to New England, D.C., and Indianapolis. He goes to those three. Yes. He, he, those three teams come in and they just and they go two seventy one, two seventy seven, two eighty. Yep. And and Lamar can then pick and choose. Lamar might say, well. 280 from Indianapolis, but I'd rather get 270 from Atlanta. Atlanta, right? right? Correct. Submit that one. The the Ravens would have the ability to say to all three of those teams, Mm -hmm. right, hey, how bad do you want him? How bad do you want him? We'll trade him to you. How bad do you want him? Like, you... You you've got to deal with him, but they'd have to match the offer sheet. Right, sure, first. sure, sure. First, they'd have to match 100%, the offer sheet. But you're going to do that in advance anyway, right? And if the uh, and if I'm Atlanta and you call me and you go, look, here's the de- here's the deal. You you know about the other offers, I right. assume. Right. You how bad do you want the guy? We want him. All right, we're going to match it, and you got to give us three first round picks, and you got to give us Johnny Unitas can't be called the Indianapolis right, Colts. Correct. A hundred percent. And then it's done. Yeah. Now how Atlanta's going to do that. I'm not I sure, no but I'm, I'm interested. Make a deal with the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk it out. But anyway, I, I think if I'm, and I think Eric is probably doing this, like Eric is telling every team, you know, we, we, we'll match your offer for sure. But it has to be an offer they can. And that's where the wonky part comes in, right? Like if that team says, we're going to put $80 million in the first year so that we know they can't match it and we can get you for two first-round picks, then it becomes problematic, right? Like, now, why a team would do that, it's going to hurt them too, right? Like, why a team would do that is beyond me, but it would have to be Dude, a very— Dude, I'm just telling you that somehow, someway, you're just trying to going get to New the, England. Oh, I wouldn't be stunned at all. All right, uh, Griffin, you get the answer as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, four, the, the 14th Colts. pick. The Colts. You would take the uh, yeah, I don't pick. want to see him as the page in the Patriots. You, you can probably package. Pick, I mean. Yeah, yeah. You can package that twenty-one and twenty-two. Probably get back up there. Mm-hmm. Go get Stroud. What number is Mac Jones going to wear here? <laughs> so you just what number? You're gonna, we're going to bring in all the former Patriots quarterbacks what next number? year. It's going to be Mac Jones, Jimmy right, Garoppolo, right. and Jacoby right, Brissett right, right. all on one roster together. I just I don't trust that Quantity guy in New quality. England. I don't trust him. Oh, I hear you. Period. I completely hear you. All right, what's your deal? Do you want to? Uh, wait around. Uh, let, uh, let me talk to Peter King, and nah, then probably not. you're going to duck. I'm out. on this tiger story. All right, find find out what the story is on Sunday, so I know that I'm doing. No, this no, show. I'm talking about the tiger story. It's oh, breaking today. What the hell's going on? His 
ex-girlfriend is um, – there's an NDA that she signed. She now says, I don't want that to be legal because I've got things to say. Oh. Which is code word for yeah. she wants to get paid. Yeah. I mean, we all know that. Yeah. Well, that's very interesting. Anyway. All right. Uh, Drew's Morning Dish. big story in golf today. Drew- I'm taking Scotty Scheffler. Very good. Do DrewsMoneyDish.com at It's a Hooded Four on, on Twitter and Fairways and Greens probably on I Sunday. I hope. Maybe yeah, on I Sunday. Think. We'll see. Unless our Terps can come through. You, our Terps, he says now. <laughs> our Terps. A number one fan. <laughs> Went to more games this year than you. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Went to more games this year than I've been in the last five years. All right. My God, you are a number one fan. Drew Forrester checking in with us. Hey, the Baltimore County Police Department is now hiring. Maybe we can get them to look into collusion. Maybe we can put them on the case. Um, They've got cadet salaries starting at over $32,000 a year. Entry-level officers over $60,000 a year. Lateral officers. Yeah, I think he's going to get a little bit more. Lateral officers over $64,000 a year with a $10,000 signing bonus available for both entry-level and lateral officers. 410-887-5542 is the phone number. Join BaltimoreCountyPD.com if you have a passion for service and want a career for life. The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. We actually had to do this a little bit earlier on the day because of his very busy schedule, but an opportunity to catch up with the great Peter King here on GCR. We're joined now here on GCR by an NFL writer extraordinaire, someone who's going to try to help us make sense of everything that's gone on in the last 24 hours with the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. From NBC Sports, Football Morning in America, he is the great Peter King. Peter, it's Glenn in Baltimore. It's always great to catch up with you. Thank you for taking the time for us. No problem, Glenn. Um, I'm going to ask in the dumbest way possible, how did we get here, Peter King? Well, it's a very simple uh, part of negotiations. One side thinks he should make X amount of dollars. The other side thinks that's excessive. Not necessarily the dollars, but the guarantees. And what I think is has been really uh, almost ignored by so many people who are talking about this and writing about this and talking about collusion in the NFL and 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 all that. I think the one thing everybody is forgetting, or severely minimizing is the fact that Lamar Jackson has missed significant time with injuries in the last two years. He has, in fact, missed 34% of the offensive snaps in the 21 and 22 seasons. Now, when that happens and the player makes his living in large part, uh, he's averaged 10.4 rushes per game in his career. He's going to get hit a lot, and it's not his fault. That's what he's great at, but it's hard for me to to, to sort of blame the Ravens for saying, okay, look, we realize you're our franchise guy. We love you and all that stuff, but if you're not playing, you're not doing us any good, and I'm sure that goes to Lamar deserves – guaranteed money is is very simply because I think they say, well, look, he got hurt playing the way the Ravens want him to play. Yep. But to me, that's sort of a chicken and egg thing. You know, it, it, if you're on the field, you're playing and you're worth it. 
if you're not on the field and you're not playing, you're not worthy. And I just sort of look at this, and I think that's what it comes down to, simply. I think the Ravens would be anguished to pay him a guaranteed contract for five years, and I'm not even sure they would do it uh, if, he, if he had a pristine bill of health. But the fact is, he doesn't have a pristine bill of health. And uh, I think that's a huge part of why we are at this point right now. So, so let me separate two different things. Um, I, I understand certainly someone in your position can't just throw the word collusion around, right? Like it's a heavy thing to say, and I, I, I'm, I'm not expecting it to be something that you would say. But for teams that are desperate, for teams that have nothing going for them, for teams that have been moribund, for a Washington, uh, you know, an Atlanta recently post-Matt Ryan, a Carolina, like I, is it odd to you – that they would say, yeah, we're not going to even dip our toes into the waters. Well, odd, but, you know, I hear everybody saying collusion, and there well might be. But what you are then saying is you are accusing someone if you say, oh, yeah, there's definitely been collusion. You're accusing people of doing something that I think you don't have any proof of. And wouldn't it be logical if Arthur Blank, the owner of the Atlanta Falcons, who just had a monstrously onerous quarterback contract with Matt Ryan, how would you feel if you were Arthur Blank and you were told that you were going to have to pay $240 million guaranteed to a guy who's missed 34% of the snaps the last two years? How does that solve Arthur Blank's problem? It might. It might. And Lamar Jackson might play. For, he might play the next 100 games. And, and you know what? I really hope he does. But the fact is, I think that it's a large, it's a word that is going to be thrown around by so many people in the coming weeks and days. Collusion. It's, coming, it's being thrown around right now. Okay, prove it. You know, that's, that's what I say. And, you know, to it, I just think that, and again, people can think whatever they want, and they're going to think. We live in a media age where nobody really cares that much about the facts anymore. They form an opinion, and that's it. But in my opinion, where I come from in journalism, prove something before you say people are colluding. And, you know, I... In my opinion, if I'm the teams that you mentioned, and again, look, I think Washington, I think this is a gamble that Washington, I mean, I'm not saying they should or they shouldn't, but if I were Washington, I'd take this gamble. Yeah, I would as well. I would. Yeah. If I... But, but, I, but I'm, I, I'm just, I don't, I don't think it is a slam dunk the way many people think it should be. Peter King is with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. Peter, all this being said, there is a certain percentage, and I would admittedly count myself among them here in Baltimore, that no matter how it ends, just want to see this end with Lamar Jackson as the Baltimore Ravens quarterback because there's nothing fun about going through a quarterback search. Um, do you think the events, the totality of it, not just the non-exclusive tag, but the at least reports of a number of teams being out on this, do you think that the chances are greater that somehow, some way, 
this ends with Lamar Jackson still being a Baltimore Raven? I just, I just, I don't have a great feel. I wish I could say, yep, Lamar Jackson's never going to play for the Ravens again, or, oh, Lamar, it's all a lot of bluster, and he will end up back with the Ravens. I just, I don't know. And the reason why I don't know is because Lamar doesn't have an agent. No one has heard from Lamar. No one that I know, anyway, has heard from Lamar. And so, therefore, I don't know. He might be so incredibly dug in that he says, the only way I'm playing football is for a totally guaranteed contract for 45 or $48 million a year. And that is what none of us know right now. I don't know it. I, I would be surprised if the Ravens knew it. So I, I wish I could sit here and look into a crystal ball. It's just too cloudy. I understand. I completely understand everything you're saying. Do you think that there's a chance that some of these teams – one of the things that I said yesterday, Peter, and I've said this so far this morning is – Everything I know from my own reporting, which is not nearly at the level of yours, but everything I know from my own reporting is if a team isn't sure that they're going to end up getting someone, they certainly don't want to make it seem like they lost out on someone. So I take everyone who's denied so far with a bit of a grain of salt. Uh, you know, Not saying that they're all lying as much as I don't know yet what that is. Do you think that it's possible that any of these teams that have so far told hey, reporters... Yes. I'll just I'll tell you one thing that when I saw that story yesterday, I kind of smiled because yeah. one of the one of the general managers of the teams that was mentioned, I talked to for forty five minutes at the combine, a half hour it was about Lamar, <laughs> and so so like, what do you think? Yeah, tell me what what's been your experience with Lamar? Yeah. You know, this is what the questions were to me, yeah. and we're going back and forth on it, and I left and I said. Well, this team is probably, probably going to stand pat, but it's not out of the question that they could uh, fly to Miami and meet with Lamar and try to investigate what really is possible. So, you know, I, that's why I think you're absolutely right on this. I don't take any of that stuff right now as fact. Yeah. But I, I will just say, I forget all the teams that were mentioned, but... You know, there are teams like, like, for instance, the Miami Dolphins. They are absolutely rock solid right now on Tua. They're not going after Lamar. Um, I mean, I know that. But there are some other teams that have been mentioned as they're not going after Lamar that I would just uh, have a little raised eyebrow about. Okay. I, I think that's a very fair way of saying it. Peter, do you make anything of a, a bigger fight here? Do you make anything of there being heels dug in, the NFLPA is involved, this is a fight not only about guaranteed contracts, but it's also maybe a fight about the future of the franchise tag and that this thing could still have a ton of twists and turns involved? Like there could be a world where maybe Lamar chose to sit out for the year. So, like, do, you, do you make anything yeah. of this being more significant than just sort of a a contract dispute at this point. I mean, it might be, but I don't know that. I don't, I don't, you know, I just don't know that. But I wouldn't eliminate that from being a possibility. The problem is every great player who gets tagged always screams that the franchise tag is unfair. And then every year 
when there's a new collective bargaining agreement, the players vote to approve, to ratify the collective bargaining agreement that includes the, the franchise tag. So I have zero sympathy for the players about this issue. I have zero sympathy for the NFLPA on this issue. If it's such a big deal, fight for it and say, we are not playing football unless you get rid of the franchise tag. Right. Period. Right. You know, otherwise... I just think it's a bunch of baloney, honestly. No, I, I get what you're saying. They, they have been unwilling to give up game checks. Like, that. this is, the, 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 every time yeah. this comes around, they have when, when it gets to the end of the day and you're going to have to give up actual money, they've tended to cave every time so far. And and I don't necessarily, I don't think that's wrong. And I, look, everybody killed, I don't kill D. Smith. You want to know why? He's doing what the players want him to do. Now, he may not be doing what Aaron uh, Rodgers and J.J. Watt want him to right. do, but he's doing what the guys who are at the lower end of the food chain want him to do. They're they going to have short careers. They don't want to miss any games. So don't blame D. Smith. He's reading the room. He's doing what the majority of his players want. And if the majority of his players wanted to miss games and to fight for it, that he would do that. He's not dumb. He, he, he would do the will of the players. But as of right now, the will of the players is not that. No, it's very clear. Not, not for the majority of them. I completely understand that. Uh, Peter King, uh, it, what, what can I plug for you? Obviously, we're going to NBCSports.com. We, I, have we, no, I, have nothing, I have nothing to plug. Just uh, read my column every Monday. But, but, you know, Glenn, can I just finish and just say one thing please. about this? Yes. You know, you talked about how and everybody has talked about, oh, my God, Ravens without Lamar. It would be awful. It would be terrible. And it would be. It, it, you know, they developed him. They took him from the last pick of the first round, and, and everything went well. And, yeah, there have been some difficult moments, and I think probably he hasn't really loved the offense of Greg Roman all the time. But it's overall been an extremely successful marriage. That – is what would be said. Not the rancor. I, the rancor will be forgotten. But what won't be forgotten is the fact that this guy came along at a great time for a city that is 63% black, that, you know, reveres its athletes, as so many cities do. And he is a really good guy. You know, you see him around town. He's, a, he's just a good, he's a good guy. And that, to me, is what would be really sad if this didn't work out because I think there would most likely be a lot of people in the city who would be down on the Ravens significantly if they don't give Lamar what he wants. But in my opinion, that's just not the way business is. It's, it's got to be a two-way street. And as of right now, I think the Ravens feel like it hasn't been one. Maybe Lamar feels the exact same way. I think you're correct in your assessment, and I think there is a lot of angst uh, surrounding what happens here from a lot of people in this city right now, Peter King. But, hey, look, you know, I this is probably where I should say the Ravens have made a lot of very good decisions, and there is a difference between the Ravens and the, you know, Washington Commanders or the Detroit Lions or insert team name here that uh, that we know significantly. At Peter underscore King on Twitter is how you follow him. Truly appreciate you taking some time. I know it's a busy week. Thank you so much for doing it, my friend. Hey, no problem, Glenn. Enjoyed it. Have a good day.
Sports with us here on GCR. And, you know, I, I it's a couple things there. One, I Peter King, because of his stature, I know is not just going to throw around the word collusion the way that some other people will. Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't think that the other thing you're not going to hear him do is say, well, it's definitely not collusion. His point is sort of kind of nuanced. Like, I'm not comfortable just saying that without there being any basis yet in fact. I, I'm, yeah. I, I'm not telling you that I know that the teams have colluded. I'm telling you it would be unreasonable to think that they haven't. In, in so many ways. This is a business. They have an antitrust agreement, but they also have the ability to monopolize. And if they can get 32 individuals to all agree to something that behooves them, that's a lot easier to do than to get every fan or every player or every... It, all it takes is 32 people to all get together and say... No, we're good. And frankly, in a situation like this, it's not even really 32 because some of them don't even have to agree, right? Like if if the 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 Chiefs don't agree, if the Chiefs are like, well, yeah, we'd give a fully guaranteed contract to Lamar Jackson, it's irrelevant because they're not a factor in this. So you don't even need 32 people to all agree. The Browns already did it, right? Like you only need 24 people to be in agreement. We're not doing this. We're not going there it would be unreasonable to dismiss it. It would be unreasonable for you to come on today and say, there's no way in hell this is about collusion. Stop, man. That's Just stop. You're spitting in the face of reason when you do that. Can we prove it? Of course not. Do I ever think that Lamar Jackson is going to sue the NFL? Probably not. Probably not. But as has been brought up, you know, this morning by Mike Florio, like there is already, you know, a... a ongoing um you know legal issue between the nflpa and the nfl over this issue so it just might not be necessary the nflpa might just say don't don't do that because we're already handling that we'll take care of that conversation you worry about you the other element to all of this is that i keep saying it doesn't always have to be collusion per se as much as it's, I mean, I, there's no way for me to, it, it still involves collusion. So that's that's wrong for me to dismiss. I don't know that every team, it's about, like, I. it might very well be that some of these teams would say, dude, we're not doing this because we want to hold the line. We're doing this because ultimately we've made our own decision about something. And that does have to be considered in this process I, I can't try to make it seem like there's no collusion involved the the reality is it's not all that relevant I, I asked this question last night if you're Lamar Jackson and you believe that the entire league is conspiring against you what do you do now what's next what's the next step in this process to just deal with it to just say well sucks that's the way the world works i want to play football next year so even if everybody's conspired against me i'll just take you know whatever the ravens best offer was what's your next move is it to try to fight is it to regroup what is it 
And I ask that question because I genuinely don't know what the answer is. It's easier for us to sit back and say, dude, you got a chance to get a lot of money to play football. Just take whatever the money is that's there. Whatever the Ravens offer, just take it. Or if somebody else offers it instead, take their offer and let the Ravens match it or not. Just do that. But if Lamar Jackson internally and in the people around him have said, this is what I'm worth based on how the market has unfolded. That's what I'm going to go for. And you look around and you believe that this group of people has conspired against you. What's your next move? And to be abundantly clear, I don't know the answer. Like the answer might be, because now it's easy for everybody to say, well, the Ravens have the leverage back. The Ravens have the leverage back, right? Like They have the ability now to look at any offer and say, we'll match it. And if the offers aren't there, then he's got to come back to their table. And it's easy to say that. But what happens, by the way, the Ravens, now that they've used tank, that can't change. $32 million is sunk into the cap. They're going to have to make moves just to get under the cap by next week even just with the $32 million number. But what happens if he gets to July and says, by the way, I ain't playing for $32 million. Now, you've made all of your moves around that $32 million figure. He says, I'm not playing for that figure. If you want me to actually get on the field, you're going to have to give me $45 million. Or... I'm not playing unless you give me that fully guaranteed contract I asked for to begin with. And the Ravens say, well, that's insane. Nobody's offered you that. That's not what the market is. What are we doing here? And he says, too bad. I'll sit out the season. I don't care. Now, you've sunk $32 million into your salary cap for a player that isn't available to you. So you can say the Ravens have all the leverage. On paper, it feels that way. But that's because we don't know what Lamar Jackson is or is not willing to do. I can't tell you that Lamar Jackson is willing to sit out for the season. I don't know that. But what if he is? What if he is so dug in about this topic that he is willing to sit out for the season? Then what? It's killed you. You've got no quarterback, and you weren't able to use that cap space to go get better players on the football field. It is really fascinating if it didn't affect us. Like, if it didn't, if we were sitting in a city where they had already locked up their quarterback or where they, we were confident that you were, like, if the Chargers, have, they have a bunch of cash, like, if you're a Chargers fan and you're confident the Chargers are going to lock up Justin Herbert, this would be fascinating to you because it doesn't affect you. If you're in Kansas City, you'd be like, well, this is really interesting because you don't care. I mean, in some world, it makes your life better. If, yeah, if it, like, oh, wow, they, won't, they might not have Lamar. Well, you know, if he goes to the NFC or if he d- sits out for the year or something like that, it's great news for you. But it's fascinating because we don't know. We just genuinely don't know. I, where Peter King and I agree, and I tried to say this, I think we were overreacting to all of these reports yesterday. I, I'm telling you that some of these teams that have said to, to someone, like when Mike Florio says, well, you really think, you know, are you saying that a team would be okay lying to a reporter? They lie to everyone. 
They hold press conferences and they lie to every reporter to say, well, yeah, you, you risk, you know, really messing up that relationship. What is the what is the the problem there? And I mean this, whoever it is that said to Diana Rossini, by the way, which was just hours after another, and I don't even remember the name of the reporter, um, that put out a story that the Falcons were, were and the Ravens had been heavily involved in talks. Right. And I, I'm sorry, I, Ma- Matt Lombardo, Lombardo if I yeah. remember correctly, who I believe was a, a based in Philly for a little while. And like Matt Lombardo is not certainly at the level of a Diana Rossini, but it's not, he's not a fly-by-night guy either. He's not a guy that's just a Twitter influencer that is alleging that he's making a report. He's someone who has legitimate reporting chops. Reports one thing. Diana Rossini reports they're out on him. Later in the day, Peter Schrager says not only are they out on him, they've never been in on him. Well, okay, I'll tell you that's definitely not true, like from my own reporting. Now, I have no doubt that someone told Peter Schrager that. I don't think Peter Schrager's lying. I think someone from the Falcons told him that because if they're not going to get Lamar Jackson, they don't want anyone to think they lost on Lamar Jackson. But I also don't think that it will end up... What does it hurt them? If, if, if people if, thought... No, I'm saying the other thing. Oh, okay. If they say to Diana Rossini, no, we're not doing this. And then in two weeks, they, they look around, yeah. they sniff around the market, and they say... We can make this happen. Let's just do it. What does that hurt? They'll just say to Diana Rossini, hey, something changed. That's all they'll say. When we talked to you, we told you the truth. We weren't in on him. And then, you know, we got some more information, and that changed. Uh, Diana Rossini, it's this thing where when somebody reports something, will it irreparably harm Diana Rossini? I don't think so. She'd be disappointed, uh, abundant. Like she would definitely get a bunch of crap on Twitter. Oh, I thought you said they weren't in on him. She'd get that. But again, they would say we told you the truth. On that day, we weren't in on him, and then the market changed, and we changed our minds. Which could be complete. It could be that as of yesterday, they're in on Lamar Jackson. They just don't want you to think that because they don't know that they're going to get him. I just don't put any stock at all into any of these reports, any of them, about whether a team is or is not. I guess Peter they- Peter King's point about the Dolphins may or may not be true about t- I don't know, right? Like, Peter King's comfortable saying, they're, two is their guy. I can't tell you that at all. What I can tell you is the answer can't be Miami for Lamar Jackson. They don't have a first-round pick. They can't put an offer sheet in you. So well, they could put an offer sheet in after the draft. That is true. They could do that. They could put an offer sheet in after the draft. At that point, the Ravens would be damn well sure to make sure they match that offer sheet. Well, then maybe the Miami Dolphins could offer a trade. But the draft is already passed. Yeah. But why, why would the Ravens be making a trade after the draft when they can't go get a quarterback? You can say, well, they're just going to live with uh, whatever stopgap quarterback they can get, or they love Tua, right? Or the Ravens say, we'll take a chance on Tua in a trade. It's hard to... Rather have Lamar Jackson. Well, obviously, (laughs) rather have Lamar Jackson. The question is, do you say, all right, we'll take our chances on it? Yeah. 
you wouldn't want the compensation to be for a future draft. You'd want to make sure you have immediate draft compensation. Is, is all these teams saying they're not interested? Is that like is that them trying to, I guess, make Lamar's value look less than what it is, so that they can kind of lowball him when they do eventually negotiate with Lamar? Um, possible. I mean, it's yeah. po- but I, I do think it's way more about saving. Eventually, I, I'm telling yeah. you, it's way more about saving face. They don't want. The next, if 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 yesterday three teams come out and say yes, we're interested in Lamar Jackson, and Lamar Jackson just ends up having whatever deal matched by the Baltimore Ravens, then you're going to position all throughout the year when whoever your quarterback is struggles. Every story that's written about it, every time you reference them on one of these shows, they're going to say, "Remember, they lost out on Lamar Jackson, and they might have done nothing wrong. They might have put the best offer they possibly could together, and the Ravens just matched it." And now they're going to be viewed through the prism of you lost. Lost out on Watson, and you lost out on... If you're the Falcons specifically, you lost in two consecutive off-seasons, you lost on the guy that you wanted. Despite the fact that the Falcons felt last year like they made the best offer they possibly could to Deshaun Watson. They they would tell you Deshaun Watson was a Falcon. They were moving for... They were preparing for a press conference. And now they're going to be viewed as the team that twice lost out on the court. They don't want that, and I understand it. There's the other part of it where there's a reason why Ron Rivera keeps saying Sam Howell is his quarterback. Because right now he is. What is he supposed to say? We don't have a quarterback? Well, what happens if Sam Howell has to be their quarterback next year? What happens if they don't go get a quarterback? And they don't have a choice. And now Sam Howell walks into a room? Huh. You didn't think I was good enough. You didn't want me. Why would you do that? Why would you create that unnecessary awkwardness? What is the benefit of that? To us, it's honesty and transparency. But what does that get them? What do we give them for being honest and transparent? What benefit is there? Do we buy more tickets over honesty? There's no economic benefit to them being honest. The only thing it can do is make it awkward. Imagine right now the the Miami Dolphins saying, yeah, we want to go get Lamar Jackson. After everything they put Tua through last year. And then Tua just being like, okay, cool. You clearly hate me. And then them having to turn around and be like, all right, buddy, you ready for the season? It's insane. It's Patently insane for a team to publicly come out and say, yes, we want that guy. If they don't know they're going to get him. And especially in this circumstance, because they're not likely to be found out. There's not an agent to go leak something out and say, here are the teams that are in. Here are the teams that we're talking to. They can do anything they want, essentially, under the shadow of night. So there's no reason that the Houston Texans or the Indianapolis Colts or whoever would come out and say, well, those two. Well, they don't really have a quarterback that they can end up pissing off in the process. I understand that there's a little bit less of a risk there, but still, they would still be judged by missing out on the quarterback. You're taking a loss you don't need to take publicly. You don't need your fan base to think you're the team that missed on a quarterback. Somebody might say, well, we at least like to see a swing for it. That's not the way that we operate as a society. We're a society that dunks on. That's what we do. We don't build you up for missing. We dunk on you. That's who we are. That's social media. That's all of it. You failed. You missed. You didn't do this. 
It's all we ever say about people. We can, the Chris Rock thing happened this weekend. Chris Rock is one of the most accomplished comedians of a generation. And for the overwhelming majority of people, he's the guy that got slapped. That's the way this works. If you're one of these teams, if you're the New York Jets and you're interested in Lamar Jackson, you would far prefer for people to think you're not interested in Lamar Jackson. Because if you don't get him, you don't want anybody to say they're the team that missed on Lamar Jackson. It's easier to say we didn't think it was a shrewd business move. We like Lamar, but we think we can build a team in a different way and not have to deal with that, the connotation of you lost, you failed, you whatever it is. We still have to take a break, don't we? Yes. I yes, screwed that up. All right, my fault. I mean, it's a busy day today. Yeah. Don't forget, uh, speaking of uh, busy, get busy getting your bets in by going to pressboxonline.com slash offers. Bet $5 with DraftKings and get $200 in instant bonus bets along with other great incentives and promos when you sign up at pressboxonline.com slash offers. Tidbit and tubular to wrap it up. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. Baseball season is finally here, and what better way to celebrate than with some fresh gear from Birdland Sports. As a small business run by O's fans, Birdland Sports offers a great selection of unofficial merchandise, including unique designs like Birds Are Coming tees, player cartoon shirts, and championship prediction designs. And the best part? Their prices are more affordable than the big guys. Get high-quality gear without breaking the bank. So whether you're heading to the ballpark or watching from home, show your love for the birds with Birdland Sports. Visit Birdland Sports sports.com today to browse their collection and gear up for the season let's go o's whether your focus is luxury and comfort convenience and technologically advanced connectivity or sporty performance and aggressive styling we've got the perfect highlander for you check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new highlanders from your local toyota dealer today have you experienced hardship due to COVID-19? CCBC has great news for you. We have funding available for short-term career programs like project management starting this March. Gain valuable skills to advance your career and get back on track. With CCBC's project management program, you'll learn how to effectively plan, organize, and execute projects. This is your chance to make a positive change in life. Contact us at 443-840-2222 or online CCBCM. MD.edu for more information. CCBC Project Management. Your new career starts now with funding available. 443-840-2222 or ccbcmd.edu. Another Orioles season is in the books, and the Bataround was there every step of the way as the Birds posted their first winning season in six years. And after promoting two number one overall prospects in Adley Rutschman and Gunnar Henderson, Mike Elias has said it's liftoff from here. Hi, I'm Paul Valley, and along with my co-host, Zach Goodman will be here every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon all off-season discussing every signing, trade, and waiver claim as we navigate the cold winter months that lead to spring training. You can watch us at youtube.com slash pressboxonline and facebook.com slash 
slash PressBoxSports or listen live at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. And if you miss a show, you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. So tune into the Bat Around with Paul Valley and Zach Goodman every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon right here at PressBox Sports. Stan the Fan here, welcoming back one of my favorite sponsors, the Costas Inn. And everybody around Baltimore knows the Costas Inn is a great place to go and grab crabs, steaks, salads, soups, whatever's on your mind to eat in person. But did you know that the Costas Inn has upped their game? They are now one of the premier takeout places in Baltimore. Give them a call now to order your food, 410-477-1975. That's the Costas Inn, over 4100 North Point Boulevard. If you need more of Glenn, you can also hear him every Sunday with Rita on 105.7 The Fan. But also, if you need more of Glenn, um, what's wrong with you? Hey, we are going to do another charity bracket contest this year. Brian Powell's gone ahead and set it up for us. Here's my goal. 25 people, 20 bucks each. $10 will be spun off to show your soft side, a wonderful animal charity. Unfortunately, with um, with the new arena opening and the time frame of it, they weren't able to do uh, Project Runway this year. It just was not plausible. They're going to have to take a one year off for it. So it'll be back next year, but we're going to try to help them out. Just raise 250 bucks. That's it. We just want to raise 250 bucks for Show Your Soft Side, an amazing animal charity uh, locally. So we're going to ask $20 to buy in, all the same way as you got in for everything else that we've done, Venmo, PayPal, Cash App. If you got any questions, hit me up. I'll let you know how to get in. I want to fill 25 spots. If we fill more, wonderful. There'd be more money involved, right? I wouldn't go beyond 50 just because I want everybody to have a chance. Um, but we'll do a charity bracket contest um, with the goal being I just want to raise 250 bucks and then there'd be two. Well, no one's going to have a chance because I'm in. So. Oh, because you're in. Yeah, All right. So. Well, then there you go. Look at that. Griffin's calling a shot right now that he's going to be the winner. Did you win the bowl contest? Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, did. you won yes, the bowl I contest. Did, yeah, That's so. correct. I'm hot So right there now. you go, right? You can make it back to back. That is totally possible. We're going to do that. If you want to get in before the brackets open, go ahead and hit me up and we will make sure that you get your spot in our charity bracket contest. Let's get a tidbit. Tidbit of the day is brought to you today by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique, your unique. I always struggle with those two. It's like uh, for your unique. unique. It just kind of runs together. Your unique. Your unique personality. I'm going to try it off the beginning. Today's show is brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. For short term. Yeah, yeah. If, if you think through it a lot, you can get there. Yeah, now, again, it's a sentence. Read it in a sentence. Uh, all right, a couple uh, uh NFL draft combine uh, uh, records ah. that were broken, of course. Ah. These are always my favorites. Yes. Uh, tight end uh, out of Old Dominion, Zach Kuntz, now has the, is the tallest player with a 40-plus inch Very important that you jump. pronounce his last name correctly. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is Zach Very Kuntz. important. Zach Kuntz. Uh, do you, would, would you like to try to guess uh, who the tallest player before that? I don't know. With a, uh, uh, Jimmy Graham. Uh, not Jimmy Graham. It was Mario Williams. Huh, how about that? Tallest. Uh, or he, had, would, uh, he was a freak, man. Yeah. Um, Kansas State's running back Deuce Vaughn is uh, now the shortest shortest player. That was, I struggle. I don't know what short that word. Shortest player ever measured at the combine uh, since data was tracked started being tracked in 2003. Uh, he is five foot five. Deuce Vaughn, the running back out of K State. I don't know him. Yeah, I don't, I don't. He was. I mean, big 12 running remember, back. I don't. I mean, he was shorter than Darren Sproles. Like yeah. Dar- 
Well, uh, well, measured the com. So how tall is it measured the combine? Is is I remember, the? I remember Darren Sproles being really short. Yeah, he was very short. Um, and then Ohio State's offensive tackle Dewan Jones. He weighed in at three hundred seventy-four pounds at the combine. That is the second heaviest player ever, uh, weighed ever weighing in at the combine. Um, would you like to try to guess who the heaviest is? Uh, it was last year. Five. I guess five six was Darren Sproles. Uh, yeah. Last year, the heaviest player. Last yeah. year, mm-hmm. yeah, it was last year. I was definitely going to say Terrence Cody because I remember what he looked like at the combine. It was not good. Uh, I don't remember who was it. It was a, it is a Raven. Oh, Falele. Yep, yeah, Daniel Falele. Sure, sure. Three eighty four yeah, yeah. last year at the combine, uh, and then uh, Lamar Jackson uh, was franchise tagged by the Ravens. We we've only been talking about it for two and a half hours. Uh, he is the eighth player to ever been be tagged by the Ravens. Uh, do you think you can name uh, the prior seven? And who the very first one was. So Matt Judon, obviously. Yes, Matthew Judon was most recently. Terrell Suggs definitely was. Terrell Suggs in 2008 wasn't, and 2009. Wasn't the first one Wally Williams? That is correct. 1998, Wally Williams. <sighs> now it's remembering who all the other ones were. Um, God. Uh... Oh, it's gonna drive me nuts. Cause I know these. That's the funny thing. I know I guarantee Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I know all of them. And I don't those are just the ones that immediately shoot out to me because of the circumstances. Um those two were the only ones uh, that didn't get that. Well, McAllister definitely. Yep. McAllister. Oh three and and oh four. Wally Williams and Judon were the only two to not reach right. long term deals, yeah. So maybe that's why they stick out. Man. Ray Rice? Uh, yes, Ray Rice in 2012. He was franchise tagged. So you have two more? I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I, I, okay, I have two answers that I think are the answers, but I'm going to feel really stupid when one of them in particular is wrong. I think one was Helodinata. One was Helodinata in 2011. And the other... Uh, hang on, let me think about this for a second. I'm between two guys because one, I, I I'm not sure. Hey, I have no clue who you could be thinking. I mean, uh, well, I'm, I'm obviously looking at the answers, so right. I'm trying to remember. I the first two names that jumped to mind were two guys that I'm pretty sure they didn't tag and they just let walk. I know they just let Bart Scott, Bart Scott walk. They just let him go. That's correct. Which was bizarre, right? Like as in 08, I don't think they used the or they know. I guess they were no set. 08 was Terrell sucks. Oh, right, correct. Because they tagged Suggs twice. But I'm saying 07. Oh, okay. Because it would have been 07 going into 08. No, it would have been 08 going into 09. You're exactly right. That's the reason why they couldn't tag Bart Scott. Remember, Ray Lewis was also a free agent after the 08 season. Hmm. Um, And I'm almost certain they just let Adelius Thomas walk, too. You'd be correct. So was it Justin Tucker? It was Justin That's- Tucker. 2016, they franchise tagged the kicker. I had to work through that a little bit. I had to work through that a little bit. Good job, yep. Now, that is courtesy of Jamison Hensley. He tweeted that out right away, had that ready to go after they uh, they threw that tag on Lamar. Oh, you know, oh uh, Kyle Ottenheimer questions the fact that I haven't booed, because I used to boo his tidbits. I used to boo, to boo when no 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 t- Kyle's when Kyle would have a bad tidbit. Oh, you would boo. I would boo oh. it, and I haven't done that in a long time. I mean, y- today was you didn't like Mondays, and it was, was kind of fair, but the trivia was awful. I mean, it was just awful. It was worthless, but he's right. I should have booed that. Today's the tidbit part was, eh, it, you know, 
the tidbit part was nothing. He's not wrong about that. The trivia was was relevant and fine. Like that was good relevant trivia. But the tidbit part. Oh, was, with the combine stats. Who the f cares? Uh, everyone cares. No, no one cares. That, why are they out he's, there? He's not wrong about that. And in general, I have probably not held you to the standard that I held him to. Now, in fairness, Kyle, you also worked here for about a billion years. We might be getting to that point with Griffin that I'm choosing to. I booed his opinion about the Pat Scary earlier. I definitely booed. Boo. I would. I would outright boo. I would legitimately boo. This sucks. Oh, at his tidbits. At his tidbits sometimes. So I probably should. I probably. All right. <laughs> I probably should hold you to the standard that I was. There is. There is a point that's being made here. I can't. I can't lie about that. Right. Points are being made. And Kyle, I will I will give you credit for that. There's there's a relevance to that. Um, uh, your boy Sean got in to say uh, I don't see how when whatever team struggles midseason, it's better that people will say, "Can you believe they weren't even interested in Lamar?" Instead of they tried to get Lamar and get better and lost out. You can rewrite history. Like you can always down the road say we were in on Lamar. If that's what you're worried about, you can say that. But what you can't do is preface a loss. There's just no, there's no need to it. There's only, right, when you get into the season, the games will decide how the season is going. Right now, the only thing you can do is take losses on guys that you don't get. So why take more losses? So in season, the argument is it's not nearly as relevant. It's relevant for right now because there's no wins or losses to get. All the wins or losses are coming by what you do. They can always project that they, they're going to draft a quarterback and they feel good about that quarterback, whoever it ends up being. But if they put out there that you're in on somebody and you don't get them, then we're going to judge that as a loss because that's what we are as a society. So to say it's less relevant in season, sure, it's less relevant in season because there are games to be played and we'll measure you by the wins and losses that you get in those games. And if you're 3-10 and 10 next year, it's not really going to matter because you're going to be effed. But in the offseason, you can have a great offseason, even if your team stinks, because you hit on everything you wanted to hit on. And that's what they always say. They, that's why every team comes That was always the guy. Have you ever had a team say, walk into a draft press conference and be like, every video you see after a pick is made is what? They go, they cut live to the, they're yes. high-fiving, yeah. they're losing their minds. Do you believe for a second that every team got exactly the guy that they wanted with that pick? There was the uh, the video of the Titans with Vrabel after well, was that after the AJ Brown trade, and he I vaguely remember something like that. Like, but I'm saying, do you do you actually believe that every team, or all are they thinking about is how do we position this? We got the exact seven it, guys we want. That it looks like a win. And the other part of it is relevant too, which is that I said you don't want to say to the quarterback on your roster. We're trying to replace you because you mm. might need that to be your quarterback. You don't say it if you don't have to. You just say, now, after the draft, when you draft your guy, you're going to say what? You're going to say, hey, we still like Desmond Ritter. The Falcons take Will Levis. What are they going to say the, the day after the draft? Got our guy. But we still like Desmond Ritter, and oh. we believe in Desmond Ritter, and we think that Desmond yeah, Ritter's guess, got a bright future so, yeah. in the league. They're going to do that thing. Because they're not going to trash a guy. Because what might happen? Will Levis might get hurt during training camp. And who might have to play next season? Desmond Ritter. So they're not going to come out and say, we're trying to replace Desmond Ritter. They don't want to do that. Because Desmond Ritter might have to play. Now, yes, it's still going to be awkward if you draft 
Well, Levis, it was clear that you wanted to replace Desmond Ritter, but you didn't say it. You presented player was too good. Yeah. Well, well Levis was there. Yeah. We had yeah. to take him. We had no choice. Player was too good. It was the value of the pick. We had to take him. And that's what you say the entire time. And we'll, Desmond Ritter might know better. He might be like, yeah, okay, clearly. You don't think I'm good enough. But you don't need, it's saying something you don't need to say. Be like walking in the night and being like, ah, you know, baby, this this dinner just stunk. It's just terrible. It's awful. Why would I do that? What is the benefit? I still ate the same bad dinner. I'm not going to get a new dinner out of it. All it's going to do is make her mad. And I want her to cook dinner tomorrow night. By the way, this is not a gender roles thing. She likes she she gets very mad if I try to be the one that cooks. It's a, actually a problem in our relationship. Um, but you just don't do it. It's not necessary. Tubular. Tubular is brought to you today by the Print Issue of Press Box, which is available right now for free at your neighborhood Royal Farms and at the hundreds of locations around town where you find Press Box. Read it all. Pressboxonline.com. Gunnar Henderson's on the cover. Great story from Luke Jackson. Um, uh, Mount St. Mary's, Iona, 7 o'clock on ESPN Plus in the quarterfinals of the MAC tournament tonight. Uh, there's there's a Pittsburgh audio broadcast on MLB.tv of Pirates Orioles today, 1 o'clock. Vince Velasquez, Kyle Gibson. If you've got an MLB TV subscription, you can listen to that. Big Ten Network Plus, Maryland Women's Lacrosse hosts William & Mary at 5 the CA Women's Tournament gets underway from CQ Arena today on Flow Hoops, 2 o'clock, Wilmington and Hofstra. It's pretty funny, right? Two of the best teams in the men's yeah. league meeting in the 13-12 like the matchup or whatever it is today in the, the Women's Tournament. Um, Big Ten Tournament uh, gets underway tonight on Big Ten Network, Ohio State, Wisconsin at 6.30, Minnesota, Nebraska at 9. Obviously, that's the relevant one for Maryland because that will determine their opponent tomorrow night, presumably Nebraska. But, you know, as was pointed out, Minnesota won a game recently, so... <laughs> Who knows? Rest of the college basketball schedule you can find at glennclarkradio.com. Uh, World Baseball Classic. Everybody was into it last night. Apparently, oh, good. I kept seeing Twitter was all in on the World Baseball Classic. Fox Sports 1 tonight for Korea, Australia at 10. Fox Sports 2 for Netherlands, Panama at 11. MLB Network, Cardinals, Yankees at 1. Uh, an exhibition between Team USA and the Giants at 9. Hawks, Wizards at 7 on NBC Sports, Washington, TNT. Blackhawks, Red Wings at 7.30. Ducks, Canucks at 10. And on Paramount Plus, neither of these games is on CBS today in the Champions League. Bayern Munich and Paris Saint-Germain at three. Tottenham Hotspur and AC Milan at three. Did you see that our buddy Andrew Stecka is over like at Wrexham right now or something like that? Is he really? I did he, not see he that. Took, I don't know what, what all he's doing, but he's overseas watching soccer. And I know that he well, I don't, I don't know if he went to the Wrexham Stadium, but he watched Wrexham play. Um, I had no idea, which is very cool. He's doing that first before uh, before his uh, his punishment. I'm wondering. Well, I'm assuming that means he's going to see the Spurs today because that's the team that mm. he cares about. But maybe I don't know. It's it's well, yeah, right. That's yeah, a great point. He had time to fly yeah, over, he's flying across the. City. But he didn't have time to fly back to Baltimore. Just gonna skip over Baltimore. Yeah, I haven't gotten a hard date from him yet either. <laughs> and I'm thinking about adjusting our summer schedule too. <laughs> I need to get now, in on that. Now that I mentioned that, I did remember last night we have not done our bean popsicle oh i need you to message uh, melissa okay. figure that out yeah. you gotta i i told her reminded her I, you gotta f- nail yeah, that right. down figure yeah. out what melissa can do then we'll deal with proctor after that we'll, we'll figure it out okay. tbs for aw dynamite at eight but, but thanks a lot for the reminder by the way yeah. thanks was, a lot jerk go ahead we, it's 12 35 okay go. um all right uh, new episode of survivor tonight that's huge, obviously. Uh, Seth Seth Myers is going to have Nick Kroll on. Uh, the U.S. United States premiere of Farmer Wants a Wife, new dating show on Fox, is tonight at nine. It was like a long long time Australian dating show. 
uh, and now they're coming to the States, and it's essentially just the Bachelor, but with cowboys, and they do cowboy activities. I saw a promo for it. There's zero chance I'll ever look at it. So. Sadly, it is the season finale of Power Slap uh, on TV. I don't know what you think is sad about that. May it never return. New episodes the, of History of The sad of the part world. is that they didn't cancel it before now. Yeah, that. Yes, a uh, new episode of The Mandalorian, new episode of The Bad Batch on uh, Disney+, Plus, and uh, a documentary on Netflix called MH370, The Plane That Disappeared, The Malaysia Flight. Uh, for that. We still, yeah, we still, no to this day, so, have not found. Documentary of that on Netflix Every year today. around New Year's Eve, I start thinking about it. We went an entire year. I normally tweet about it, like, every year on New Year's Eve. Another year has gone by. We still haven't found. We just lost a plane, and we're like, hmm. Oh, yeah. well. So they it's dive. just gone now. Yeah. And people, it's a, I mean, a tragic yes. part of it. Like, human that, beings. Well, that, that was, like, on the trailer there. Like, this is the largest mass, well, the, or the most, uh, you know, unknown, I guess, mass murder. Yes. Well, I don't know if it's a murder, and we don't know what happened. Where are they? Well, yeah, I guess they could still be alive. Well, I mean, we have no nothing. I mean, they're obviously not alive. Yeah. We would know at some point that there was a survivor. Well, I say that. I mean, like, maybe they're living like Tom Hanks. Yeah, never, did you see Plane yet? Uh, the the uh, no, I didn't see Plane. The part I should watch Plane. I should. I still haven't watched Cocaine Bear. I got that could explain this. That could explain the later. I don't know. All right, all right, very good. Thanks today to Drew Forrester. Thanks to Peter King. Thanks to Mike Florio. Thanks to Will Brinson. We'll get it all up in the greatest hits section of the... Oh, my God. It's so good. Tab at glennclarkradio.com. Uh, remember, gambling can be fun, but you should set a limit. Stay within it. And if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Uh, anything tomorrow? Uh, Eric Edholm. We'll do a draft is, segment yes. with our buddy Eric Edholm from NFL... Dot com. That's it. Yeah, stuff and things. Ooh boy. Ooh boy. Probably more of this, if we're being honest. Probably more of this. That's just the way it's gonna go until it's over. I'm sorry. I wish I could tell somebody messaged me yesterday complaining. I'm like, dude, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? I'm fatigued too. I don't want to go in and do it every day, but this is what's going on. Nothing matters in comparison. No offense to everything else that's happening. I love lacrosse. I love Mount St. Mary's basketball. Mount St. Mary's basketball. I mean, like, they beat Iona. That's a great story. They still have two more games they'd have to win in order to win the MAC tournament. But, you know, like, I, I hope Taos, the Towson women win the CA tournament this weekend. That'd be great. I, I hope Maryland wins the Big Ten tournament. That'd be amazing. But, like, still pales in comparison. It's just what it is. Thanks, to everybody at Pressbox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including. Baltimore County Police Department, Problem Gambling, Royal Farms, Costas Inn, CCBC, Birdland Sports, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Don't forget, you can still get in for Would You Rather Wednesday. Uh, we'll pick a winner tomorrow morning for the uh, T-shirt from birdlandsports.com. Thanks to Griffin at Griffin underscore Bass. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Wednesday evening. Go Mount St. Mary's. Duke sucks. Ohio State's. Oh, nope, just Duke sucks.